0: Everybody, Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 66, a live one for you. We haven't done these in a long time. I'm actually super excited about it. Feels good to be fucking right here right now with everybody else. So, fuck yeah. Resident homies with me as always, Joel, Joseph, and Casey. What up, y'all? Um, oh, and all right, let's start the plug section here. We, first of all, obviously, we're going to hit up Battle Forged Coffee you guys if you haven't gone out and got some try it out fucking they got all the shit at battleforgecoffee.com um you know you bet beans grind five pound bags 12 ounce bags swag all that shit hit it up battleforgecoffee.com the homies and deeds of flesh fucking killing it right now um what else do we got guys um oh well thank you to everybody who is here with us and also Thank you to some Twitch guys if you haven't if you're on here right now. Uh maybe we'll get some more later. But yeah, dude, first Twitch stream. That's fucking awesome. Like multi-platform thing, Cali Death podcast, trying to do it more
1: pro and shit. What up? Uh, but yeah, Joseph, you got a show going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, guys? So, Joel, check your email. Um, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> this is what minute. happens with the live shit, guys. <laughs> I
2: know it's <laughs> um.
1: So my band dreamer with uh Chris Beattie and Ricky Alvarado Cabrera as our new bass player. We're opening for Obscura Veil vale of Nath Interloper uh this Saturday, February 5th at 1720 in LA. And uh we're selling tickets, 20 bucks, hit us up and uh yeah, it's our first show ever. We're super psyched. We got the fucking nice. call for it like less than two weeks ago, and we just got our asses ready for it. And oh, uh, yeah, dude. So I'm really excited <clears throat> to be jamming it. Totally. And, uh, we, and
0: if you guys we, like that intro, that's uh, the guitar player. Yeah, there he mentioned Chris there we go. He's Him and Joseph, that's them on the intro song. So you know it's going to be sick when you see that dude shredding with Joseph
1: on drums and shit. Get out there. The homie Gabe Sieber will be playing drums for... Veil vale of Nath, and it seems like he's also drumming for Obscura, like, whoa. unannounced. Oh, like, whoa. He's, he's, like, the headlining drummer, so. What up, so, dude? Shout out to Gabe.
2: Gabe, for Gabe drums hey, for everybody. Uh, what
0: up, Jedi yeah. Grind, a.k.a. Murray Fitzpatrick. Yeah. What's going down, brother? <laughs> Hell yeah. No, this is fucking I know, cool, we got dude. The, like, like, the
2: Mersey Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> First Twitch streamer,
0: like, we coming hard with the fucking
3: Merseys, dude. I and wore my jersey I went to the football games last week at David's place and I wore my jersey like over I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I'm
4: not rooting for any, any of these teams. Only team Murray, man. Cheers,
0: bro. Fuck yeah. Um yeah, dude. So what uh do we have anything else before we get into our guests? Not
2: All right. really. Let's get into it.
0: So Let's get into it. Uh No Mercy with this motherfucking podcast. Anti-Mercy. It is <clears throat> jeremy turner and justin payne from the brutal brutal fucking situation unmerciful that was fucking i fucked that up uh,
3: you guys are i was like
0: i was like thinking of i mean dude unmerciful is a band that like their name fits their sound so perfect like the first album unmercifully beaten that's exactly how you're left when you finish that album you're just unmercifully beaten dude it just is a pummeling fucking force dude so what up guys we love your you shit go. we've loved it for a long time dude we've been label yeah. mates you know so it's Old like school yeah. homies hell yeah
4: dude yeah absolutely guys good to be on fuck, fuck yeah
0: so oh, yeah. um you guys got anything you want to plug you guys got i mean we got flyers ready you guys got some shit coming up too right
5: in a few months yeah we have a we
6: have a tour with pyrexia starting in uh may pyrexian that uh stabbing from texas hell yeah That new brutal ass shit that's coming out of texas fuck Uh, yeah it is so sick ass man oh yeah and then uh of course pyrexia been around forever sermon of mockery from then on
2: yep sick dude fuck yeah yeah.
6: oh yeah uh, that'll that'll start um early to mid-may and probably go through early june
0: Nice. nice nice What about merch? You guys got a band camp or a website you guys are slanging shit
4: at? Yeah, com. You can go on there. We have whole, whole store set up there. Clint put that stuff together and it actually goes uh, through the business that Clint owns that I actually work for uh, Reliant Apparel, but we have everything up there. We got all kinds of, you know, just typical shirts all the way to long sleeves, hoodies, shot glasses, pint glasses beer hood, koozies, and mm. yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. There's the men and women clothing on there. There's all kinds of stuff. Anything you want. Flags, yada yada. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have we have no shortage of merch, that's for <laughs> sure. Well, we can make that <laughs> stuff ourselves, so it's right here in-house made by us.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. That's make awesome. sure you <laughs> got something for everybody, dude.
1: Might have some orders for you guys.
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Send them <laughs> right? our way, man. We'll ship them out. and we'll, Usually, Clint will pull them, give them to me. I'll package them up, walk them right over to the post office myself so they come straight from us.
1: Fuck yeah. So,
4: awesome. That was I always think that's cool when the bands do that themselves, you know. Yeah, totally, definitely.
0: dude. No, nah, and, and and you know that you know you're fully supporting the band when you're when you buy merch from them. The DIY yeah, yeah of course make sure that more more money gets in the band's pocket. You know, it's more work, obviously, but in the long run it's like if if you guys are down, fucking that's definitely a way to make more money.
4: And of course it's what it's what Clint and I do anyway. So it's we just, you know. Set up those jobs and set up some other ones, right? And then the other mm-hmm. guys come and help and box it all up ourselves. But, yeah, all, all in-house, man.
0: Hell, yeah. That's awesome, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's get right to it. How we usually do this is uh, since we got two of you, and it's an unmerciful episode. Jeremy's been there for the beginning, so we're going to start with Jeremy. But, uh, Jeremy, the, the main question we always start off with is take us as far back to when music became something – that you started paying attention to whether it be listening or wanting to play an instrument, just, you know, they try and go back to that furthest spot where like something clicked with you and music became an interest or art, whatever got you to music.
6: Um, Fuck. I remember listening back when I was a kid to like Fleetwood Mac, ACDC, shit like that. Uh Kiss, kiss alive too. I mean, I'm old enough to where, Kiss Alive Two was on eight track, so oh, uh, shit. yeah, I've got all you guys beat for age, uh, <laughs> old fuck. <laughs> That's uh, all good. That we nah, want, I'm we want
0: to, we want to know what it's like from like you know the older generations. But it's pretty much like the same thing with everybody, you know. It's like there's that one moment where, as early as you can think of, where it's just like, oh dude, that that groove that I'm hearing is making my body want to do something involuntary right now, and I don't know why. So yeah, it's like I mean, I, I whatever listened, your parents uh, were listening to
6: yeah like i said as a kid i listened listen to like fleetwood mac acdc uh all kinds of different bands that's um, what your
0: parents were playing in the house oh yeah yeah
6: yeah uh i heard that ozzy osbourne randy rose tribute album and that i was like Fuck, i'm playing guitar that's what i want to do
5: <laughs> yeah. i was 13.
3: Uh,
6: i heard metallic at the point at that point but uh yeah, something about that, something about his playing on that album. I was like, that's that's it. So uh my first guitar was uh Vantage V and a little fucking crate 10 watt. How old track. were you? How old were you when you got that? Uh 13. Okay. Uh took lessons for about a year and pretty much uh got impatient with that. So I just taught myself the rest, popped albums in and learned the ear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh
0: so what what's the can you remember like the first song where you got all the way through it and then you're just like, Oh fuck yeah, dude.
6: I could play Um this shit. probably For Whom the Bell Tolls actually. Nice, nice, uh, nice between that and the Crazy Train, but I think I think For Whom the Bell Tolls was actually the first one. Sick, dude. Since, okay, I mean, so- back then that was like the heaviest shit, especially mm-hmm. that uh dun dun, dun, dun dun when it uh Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sick, I was like that I was all about it.
0: So then, you're, so you're going into high school at that time too. So it, it, um, how long until, so you, you're playing through high school and then did you start doing stuff after? Or were there any high school bands that you were jamming with before you got no, out? No, actually,
6: uh, buddies of mine were in bands and I went and saw bands, uh, local bands, like uh, house parties with uh, Psychosis, Blizzard, um but no, I, I pretty much jammed by myself pretty much until Paul, Ryan, and I started jamming together. Uh, I jammed with another guy, Steve Bradley, for a few months before that, but uh, didn't really go anywhere. It was just the two of us, and then uh, Paul and I talked and started jamming together.
0: Shout out, Paul Ryan. So um, <clears throat> what, were you guys going to high school together, or did you guys hook up after?
6: No. Um, I went to Topeka West, and... Uh, we had our own music scene, whatever guys that we partied with. Um, I'd seen Paul a few times here and there. Like he showed up to a party that I was at right when the first Deicide album came out, and fucking went in and popped it in. And the first song I heard was "Dead by Dawn," so uh, I knew who he was. But now nah, we weren't really friends in high school. It, uh, that was after high school.
2: Okay. Speaking of Paul, did he just he just moved back to Kansas, right? No, he did not move back. He's still in oh. San
6: Fran. He's in Kansas City. Actually, okay. he's staying with me, but he's in cool. Kansas City recording the new album.
3: <clears throat>
2: oh, got gotcha.
6: you. Sick, nice, Sick. oh yeah. All
0: right, so you start jamming with Paul. What? Any different names or styles that you guys are playing before it became Origin? No, no. no. Pretty much.
6: <laughs> pretty much the first fucking song that we started playing was "Lethal Manipulation."
2: Wow. Jesus, this is um, zero to 60. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like,
0: it, it's, <laughs> I just want to get like what in your head during that time, like what, what propelled you into that? Since that was the first thing off the bat with origin, like, Well, I mean,
6: that was the first thing, but like I said, I started later than everybody else. Like Paul had been in different bands with different drummers, uh, Jamie Serrano, Andrew Bray, uh, different concoctions. He'd even, he was even in a band with George Fluke before origin um, and I was around all that, but I just never got in a band with people. I would, like I said, I was playing along with albums and stuff. Like, uh, I remember I learned clandestine just by year all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge fan of Left Hand Path, but the riffs and clandestine fucking grabbed me more. And, uh, so I learned those riffs. DSI, suffocation all that shit I just try to play by ear <clears throat> so I don't know by the time Paul and I started jamming together I was already kind of there so he already did he already have some material written you had to learn it or did you guys
0: develop it together
6: he had that song and I think he might have had manimal instincts but then uh I mean we started jamming we tried to with another drummer who wanted to be heavy and fast and uh, bit off more than he could chew. He didn't really last long. Yeah. And then, well, uh,
0: I mean the, the idea of heavy and fast before you are exposed to origin, your idea changes once you become, once you know what origin is, because fast is fast, but origin is
6: fast. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, but this this guy was more like in a Slayer and stuff like that. That was his idea of heavy, so he wasn't he wasn't in the same group that we were. So,
0: so he didn't last. He, long. he didn't
6: he didn't know what he was getting into. So, um, yeah he he worked on it for a while, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm not in. I'm not into it."
0: So, how long until you guys find somebody find Longstreth? Was Longstreth the fin- finally the guy you guys like? Oh yeah, this is him. Or did you, was there somebody else that was? Well, Sick actually, with uh,
6: with the Origin demo, it was uh, me on guitar, Paul on guitar, George Fluke, who Paul had been in a band with before. Um, phenomenal drummer. Uh, mm-hmm. that L- it. <clears throat> um, I know when Death Human came out, he locked himself in his garage for like a month and learned <clears throat> the album. Damn. And uh, incorporated that in his, into his style. and um, He was a Complete monster on drums. Yeah, he's he's incredible.
4: (laughs) He really is. Paul and I would
6: go to practice just trying to get him to do some shit that he couldn't do. We're like, let's have him do this on top of this, and then we'd tell him what we wanted him to do, and he'd come back and he'd play some shit even more crazy than what we said, and we're like, oh my god, (laughs) guys, crazy. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we got him on the demo, and then. Like, he he wouldn't really stay around. We, we didn't have practice with him for months, and it got to where it was a problem with uh, us moving forward. So, yeah, we ended up getting meeting John at a show in Topeka. Um, he had a copy of Exterminate with him, so we got to hear that. So we, uh, we kind of jammed with him one time. And then we didn't really talk to him for months. And then he, I got a call from him, and we started jamming again and started working on everything. Nice. So How, so you're talking
1: about John Longstreth, right? Just yeah, John Longstreth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Exterminates that Angel Corpse album he did with them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Sick.
0: And, uh, okay, so now you guys, the three of you are together. When does... Uh, Mike- well, actually with
6: the demo, it was... Uh, Paul Ryan and I, and then Clint Amplehands was actually on bass for that demo. Okay. And then George and Mark Manning was on vocals.
0: Oh, okay. So five-piece. What the fuck am I talking about?
6: Yeah, it was a five-piece. And then uh Clint at the time. We didn't really feel like that worked out. Turn the radio on. So um we started working with John, and then John knew a bass player named Doug Williams. And so that was kind of a package deal so we started working with them and uh that was that was the lineup for the first album the first album relapse anyway yeah
0: yeah so and how long did it take for that to come out from that point
6: um well let's see that actually happened kind of fast uh the demo so we played our first show on may 23rd 1998 and we opened up for suffocation on their despise the sun tour. Wow. And they had Kevin Talley drumming for them. Oh yeah. Sick. And, uh, that was like the first night that we'd heard about dying fetus. So, uh, but that was May 23rd. We recorded the demo in June of 98. Um, kind of shopped it around trying to sold it. Um, I went to Milwaukee metal fest in 99 with John Handed it to the guys in Relapse, and we got a phone call like a couple weeks later and uh, worked it out, got signed, and then the first album came out in July of 2000. Nice. So I know that we're, I don't want to make it
0: because we're only on the first album, Origin. We don't need to necessarily make this like an Origin episode because right. it's right. obviously an un- unmerciful episode. So we could kind of just like fast forward through that a little bit before let's let, so after which origin album did you guys start deciding you wanted to do unmerciful well like Triple i said I? we
6: didn't we didn't feel like clint worked out with origin and so clint was no longer in origin which mm-hmm. he wasn't really happy about so he started jamming on his own um what was it justin in 2000 2001 i think uh justin and james <clears throat> working together and uh, throwing around sick, dark riffs and shit. And uh, James was starting to drum. And uh, actually, the first band that they were named was Anal Maggot.
4: Adorable. Yeah, I think was, that Two, was 2001, nice. I think, was the actual conception year of it, even though it took a minute to get rolling, you know? Yeah, and- Ooh, that
3: rules.
0: Well, that name just brings such a visual, dude. As soon as you right? hear those two words <laughs> put together, <dude. laughs> yeah. So okay, because um, I had gotten an Unmerciful demo super early. So when did that album get? I mean, the the demo get recorded? Was it like a four track
4: demo that you guys did? You talking about the weed out the week thing,
5: no, or before...
6: one that we got before Unmercifully Beaten? yeah uh, it was
0: before the very first album it was it was basically the first introduction to the band and, and it was at an origin show at the pound that i got it from i don't know if i got it from one of the guys in a merciful or if james hand, handed it to me i can't, can't that remember the,
6: that might have, is that the split jay no that was that was the actual four song demo it looks like it's a comic book logo on the fucking front yep of it. yep yeah. and it's like, oh it's i know the, what you're talking about right. yeah yeah well that's the thing uh clint and james had started that and we recorded that but they were also in origin so you probably got it from james or clint
0: yeah because i do remember it was was also the lineup for
6: echoes of decimation
0: okay so and james yeah and james was in the band i don't echoes wasn't out yet but it was being i guess obviously unmerciful was being worked on before that as well and uh, I just remember being blown away by it, dude. Like, fuck, dude. This is this is the origin side project? God damn, dude. Just Kansas is ripping, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Oh, then yeah. uh, th- Is that the one you shopped to uh, the labels and shit, too? Or was that just passed around for whatever?
6: Um, I kind of shopped it around, but uh, I sent it to Eric Lindmark and that was pretty much it he was like totally down with it so yeah Nah, it was really uh
0: really something to be excited about when i heard it for sure and i was very happy when it came out and knowing that you guys got signed a unique leader and shit i was just like fuck yeah dude these guys are in the family fucking and they're they're fucking representing Like another slab of fucking sick unique leader band, you know? It's just like, fuck yeah, dude. So Unmercifully Beaten comes out. And so
6: what was the response to that in the beginning? Response seemed to be pretty good. I mean, as far as I could tell, um, I don't know. I didn't really hear too many bad things about it. Um, I didn't really pay attention to the online shit anyway because yeah
0: i don't either (laughs) i try not to probably wasn't much online
6: you know it wasn't like what it it is now yeah the first album came out and stuff like that and we saw how people talk shit i was like yeah i don't really want to do that because you just piss yourself
1: off
0: yeah exactly dude it's once you put your art out into the world it's just like i'm free of it from it it's fucking out there and it's just like however it gets people respond to it that's how it is dude you can't do anything about it after that and it, you're not going to please everybody that's impossible dude right you
6: know yeah i mean we we put that out
0: but I, wait real quick let me just go on that too cuz i'm i'm thinking about it i'm like dude there's so many things that i don't like but i've never gone online to say fuck this band right. or I, you, I that album you, you know it's just like i've never yeah i I'm like, oh, I don't like that band. I'm gonna move on to something that
2: I do like. I think you know? usually what what people what spawns that for most people is usually people that are if they are bummed that it's getting a lot of traction. Or yeah. Something, like all mm-hmm. quickly, and then they're like, fuck this. Like, why is this getting all the attention? Well, I'm gonna go that, ahead and just you show know what it. that is.
0: Yeah, that's them, that's them having like a you know, they're they're being told that they're wrong. And it, not necessarily being told, but like those seeing that happen, they're saying, Oh, my my opinion is not the right opinion according to what i'm seeing i'm pissed off now and also it's coming
2: from a genre of like you know people that are kind of like fuck the norm i'm gonna do something that's not super popular kind of thing so when something like blows up kind of quick like in the white chapel episode i was just honest about ben when i saw like how fast white chapel went from like zero to like it's for them right before suffocation i'm just like what the fuck i was like immediately like the metal head in me was like what the fuck like fuck this man you know i got like like. really like mad about it in the beginning until i became friends with them and i was like okay well that's fine now (laughs) yeah it's
4: that that alone like not even i don't even have an example but it is kind of weird whenever you're like man this band's been around for like two years and they're headlining over fucking you know somebody who's been around for fucking 25 years it just it looks weird up front you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it does
0: in comedy, it's the same way too. Like if you're a comedian, yeah. you shoot up the ranks super quick. Everybody and it, looks at you like, "Fuck but it, this!" But it's like not
3: the band's fault. Like if they're just like, "Sorry, like we we like you guys, and like we like all your music. We're just like headlining over you. Sorry." Like, yeah.
4: <laughs> well, and the thing about it is, when it comes to a band, the pop their popularity is not their doing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like if people love it, they just do. They don't have. They're just making what they make. You know, doing
5: making not, their art they in a don't do
0: but not in a bad way a death metal delorean that takes them to the future to get the death metal almanac yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah like exactly. oh, i'm gonna go in the future and steal all this famous band shit and come back and do it 30 <laughs> yeah. years earlier you know
3: yeah <laughs> nah man i oh, from good. like you know when, when you're in like the real world of music like which i would call like the touring world like that's as real as it gets you know like you know, you learn to have an open mind, and and I mean, you you might have your own opinions and stuff, but it's like you know, you're playing with these people, you're you're professionals with them, like your friends with them. You're you know, it's like it's just not like I don't know this that that whole like super intense opinion thing comes from like somebody locked in their room like on the computer. You
4: know, oh,
2: jealous you know, no, jealousy. You know, too.
3: not like on the road, bro.
2: You know, dude, it
4: it yeah. really really does, man. And even if you're just like, you ever heard this band? You're yeah. like, man, I don't know anything about this band, and then. When you first meet those guys and then you even even it's cool when you get to meet people and actually get to know their music on the road because you get to know them at the same time and you're like, damn, these guys are fantastic, you know? Yep,
2: exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you have your preconceived thing on them and you're just like, you actually hang out with them and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm an asshole. That's what it is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
4: It's, it's, It's nice to be able to, it's cool to tour with bands that you're not really that familiar with because then you get to know their music and them all at the same time. Yeah, and there's also yeah, bands really that cool. have
2: like a, they might have like a, a reputation of something, you know, like where someone told you that this guy's an asshole or something, you know, and you're like, go into yeah. it with that. And then all of a sudden you hang out with them. You're like, Dude, you're wrong. That's not what. Yeah. But it was like, man, this dude's cool as
4: shit. Look, exactly. it's even better when you're familiar with people, and then you get to hang with those people like we did with the crepit with you guys. That that, that, that tour Absolutely. is still one of the oh, funnest yeah. tours, man. You know, oh, it's like oh, you're yeah, gonna definitely like, get into that. Well, definitely. I, okay, yeah, I want to get
3: into that. But let's go ahead and uh, I don't want to mess up the timeline here. So yeah, you yeah, guys Jeremy, go ahead and do your yeah. thing with Jay. That, that will happen
1: 2008 whenever we get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get ahead, um, sorry, just Jeremy. Which which albums did you record with Origin as a guitarist?
6: Um the self-titled one, uh Triple I
1: and Antithesis. So Jeez. those are those are my so three good. favorite origin records. <laughs> oh, <those are> gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, actually, Echoes they're, is fucking up they're, there they're too. They're all so good, dude. Echoes but, is you know.
6: sick too. Um uh, fact I do have some backing vocals on that album as well. Nice. Because yeah, Antithesis
3: uh, was after Echoes, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
3: So but you did backups on Echoes.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Clint he, called me up and was like, come on down to the studio mm-hmm. and just wanted me to throw some shit on there because he was uh Clint helped record that album. Oh cool.
1: Rad. Well, can I ask just about like, you know, the triple I. Um, just like what's like can you talk for just like a minute or so? Just like what what it was like writing that material and and, and, and putting it on tape and just that's just such a classic album. I, I know people are like rediscovering it, uh you know, every day, a bunch of new metalheads are getting into it. So it'd be cool to just hear a little bit more about that one, especially. Um, yeah, I mean, after we wrote the first album,
6: recorded it, uh, we got the tour, um, so all that material, we got to play faster and we kept trying to go faster and, uh, I mean, you can tell the huge jump in speed and intensity from the first album to the second album. And that came from us touring and pushing ourselves. And, uh, the addition of James Lee helped with that as well. Uh, James was a monster fucking vocalist. Um, but I mean, we were just trying to come up with the craziest shit we could as fast as we could play it. Um, and sometimes faster than we could probably play it right or (laughs) being a little sloppy. Yeah. Um, but we definitely pushed the envelope with how fast
1: we could play and how intense it was. So No doubt. <clears throat> yeah, I mean I mean Portal was kind of like a breakout hit in a way, maybe. Yeah. I think there was a music video and everything. Did that get any uh, like Yeah. Airplay anywhere, like M T V or anything? No, not on that album.
6: Uh the first first time we got any M T V on Head of, of Ball was uh
1: finite off Antithesis. <clears throat> okay i remember that like was out when i was just getting into you guys that was a little later but yeah um okay that's cool man um yeah i mean just one more time just fucking informus infinitas inhumanitas yeah like, so and, sick and like i mm-hmm. wanted to
3: say like that was the album like in the early it was like i mean what did it come out in 2002 two yeah, yeah 2002. so that was before like you know, a lot of the stuff that were in, you know, decrepit stuff. Time begins came out with two thousand three and stuff. So like, the I remember like in like two thousand two, like around that year, it was like, okay, the gnarliest fucking bands are the fastest. Is like, you know, Hate Eternal Nile and Origin. Like that was like the whole, and like that album just like to us was like game changer. Like that fucking album, like just like even to this day, I like I, I like it brings me back to that. Like it was just, dude, yeah, that shit was so dope in the truck. You guys just reminded like me of something, fucking, dude.
0: So. Uh, I, had a, I had a girlfriend at the time, and uh, she used to love to have sex with that album, dude. But <laughs> so check this out. No, for real, she did. That's awesome. It was like you know, it's like she's with the All death right. metal bad boy. That that was gonna be our soundtrack, you know. And uh, it was always that album. And so finally, I'm like, let's go Great. see. Let's go see them at the pound. And uh, I forget who you guys were playing with, and um, I didn't. T- I didn't warn her. That you guys were coming up on stage, I just wanted to see if she would react on her own and do like three songs into the set. Oh, she didn't really respond to anything, and I was like, "You know who this is?" And she was like, "No." <laughs> and I'm like, "You you hear it all the time because <laughs> we because we fuck like rabbits." <laughs>
5: <laughs> like long, I was long like, so at that
0: point, I was like, you know what, dude? She's totally just trying to like trying to just like you know be in you know just like oh yeah i'm a death metal chick but she really isn't a death
2: metal chick she doesn't fucking know origin dude
3: (laughs) what a (laughs) poser even if i I play it for
2: her she was trying to to be in while you were in anyway Mm -hmm.
5: yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that's what that album (laughs) was just such a dead giveaway too from the moment
4: larvae of the lie starts i mean i can tell when the flies come on you know (laughs) oh yeah yeah dude all right so exactly laid out on Twitch for all y'all,
0: motherfuckers, right there. Yeah, no <laughs> so real personal shit right there.
6: <clears throat> so fuck yeah. So well, timeline wise, we're at. yeah, I don't even I know where we're at
0: on the timeline now.
2: So you guys Just, like, well,
6: actually, that was, uh, the last tour that I did with them was for that album. Um And actually, the last tour that I did was with Nile and Hate Eternal. And then oh, they, yeah. uh, they threw Arch Enemy in there too for I don't know. I guess some different shit after yeah. that tour. That definitely is a um, fill some you know. seats. Yeah, one of these bands are not like the other, but uh,
0: <laughs> I would
5: call that a <laughs> the,
0: the palate cleanser. Arch Enemy <laughs> Arch- Arch- is definitely the palate cleanser
1: of that.
5: <clears throat> right.
1: Hey, going to see Arch Enemy is what they they had Hate Eternal open for them on another tour. That's what that was my first time seeing a brutal death metal band, so they got me into it for sure. Right. I mean, it They're was us, a, and then Hate Eternal,
6: and then they they put an Arch Enemy in there, and then uh, so. There was a little bit of a break before Niall stepped on stage. So all
0: that speed and just shoving Arch Enemy right there in the third spot. I mean, they can get fast too, but I'm just saying, like, listen to all the all those bands that we just mentioned just blast beats in your face and then Arch
2: yeah. Enemy. <laughs> yeah. I, I love mean back,
6: that's probably why they did it. That way there wasn't uh yeah.
2: there was that little like pallet cleanser. It's a or palate or not, cleanser. Like Arch, the so the
4: whole whole crowd have brain damage, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. All three of those back to back. Dude, Arch Enemy
3: kicks ass, dude. Is it Jeff Loomis in Arch Enemy?
4: Now he is, yeah. He is now, yeah. Yeah, that's the guitar guitar player player. of At
2: the Gates, too, right? No, no, no. He's uh, a no, he was uh, in Nevermore. uh, Nevermore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
0: no At the Gates members in there. I thought I heard some. Oh,
3: about oh, in 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 March Enemy. Arch enemy. Oh yeah, the drummer a little, maybe or something. The, the
0: guitarist or one of the guys. Is it yeah. Guy? What's up, dude? It's the guitar player. Like I said. Yeah. Like is it the Emmett?
3: Really?
1: The... No, Michael Emmett was in Carcass for a carcass. while. Um, oh, I'm yeah. getting it all yeah. fucked
3: up. Yeah, yeah. Out the gates. Well, no, that's that's the okay let's get it right that was in flames they did that and then the where's the
0: there. well we can't trust metal archives anymore dude the last two episodes have been like oh dude we got wrong you were shit, in this right? and they're like no
4: <laughs> did, did, hey didn't you tell me before we went on did, did you say something yeah. about they said that i was an origin yeah
0: you say x origin on on okay. metal Does it? What, what is it metal
2: archives i i i didn't even know that Maybe yeah, by proximity, just you guys were in He was, uh, the he was a was shadow member. <laughs> I, out, I yeah. was there. Yeah, I was. I, I was
4: there on my skateboard watching him play back in the day when I was like fourteen.
5: <laughs> I was technically <laughs> yeah. there.
4: Fair enough.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. What man. about
1: uh? What about um? Touring with Cannibal Corpse?
2: Yeah, I want to get into that too. How did that come touring about? Touring with Cannibal Corpse or playing um, for them? Yeah.
6: <clears throat> okay. Well. Little insight into that. That last tour that I did with Origin, uh, obviously it was with Hate Eternal and I met and got along with Rutan pretty well. So fast forward I get a call from Eric because he's busy doing I Monarch, um, so he couldn't do it for him. But Jack had just left to do his adrift project and they uh Eric told me that Jack had left and that they needed a guitar player. And would I be interested? And I'm standing next to my wife and she sees my fucking holy shit face go on. And she's like, what? So I wrote cannibal corpse down on a piece of paper and she started freaking out mm-hmm. and I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm interested. I was like, he, uh, he goes, all right, I'll give Alex your number and call you. So. I got off the phone, freaked out for a couple of minutes, and then he called. I talked to him. We worked it out. I flew. Fuck, I think this was on a Sunday. I flew to Tampa on Friday to live with George and his wife for three weeks before we toured Mexico. So I got to learn 18 songs in three weeks Hmm. by practicing tablature and watching fucking YouTube videos.
0: My feet just started Jesus. sweating in my flip
2: flops right now, dude. As soon as you said eighteen <laughs> songs
0: in three weeks, my feet got
2: moist. Were you Were <laughs> you playing those songs as a fan before at all? No. Oh
5: damn. I mean, I knew the
6: songs, but I never. I mean, I never really learned learned those by ear. Um, damn. And even if I had, it probably wouldn't have been right. So, but no, uh, they already had a set list and so i he gave me the set list before i left so i put it all on cd in order so i could fucking, uh practice so i I'd, I'd learn songs and then go back to george's and practice them and fuck, after 12 13 songs they all started to melt together and uh then the first show in mexico we get to mexico and we start playing and songs that i listened to for a decade. I don't remember the next riff. Like, what the fuck? What's coming next? What's coming next? And then as soon yeah. as it starts, like, oh shit! Okay, yeah, I got it. damn that's just. I.
0: I don't wonder that. What that is, dude. Like that, mo- like you played it, you've heard it, or you've played it at so many times, so many times. Yet there's these nights where it's just like I don't know what's coming next. would be so many times where we we're jamming with Odious, and I would wouldn't know until the like half second before the line starts what I'm supposed to say. And it's like you're you're fucking with yourself the whole time getting up to that, and then you're like in this thing, you're doing this thing, and you're like fuck, this is coming up. You know, and but I don't know what's gonna happen then, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh yeah, it clicks in naturally. That's
4: understandable though, Odious is intense, man.
0: It's intense. <laughs> yeah, Odious is fucked up this thing for, dude. <laughs> <laughs> counting seven all the time and shit.
2: You're counting seven the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> seven and
1: five. Yeah. Okay, oh, so definitely. so one cool insight is that Rutan has been like hit up for Cannibal much earlier than. He actually ended up joining.
5: Yeah. I mean, he
1: could have done that tour if, if he had been available. Yeah, most likely. I'm sure. Yeah. But then on the other hand of that, he was the
6: reason why I got contacted because him and Alex are such good friends. For sure. Alex is like, well, who would you recommend? And my name came up and that was either uh, I get it or they didn't tour. So,
1: I mean, no pressure.
5: <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. Jeez,
1: <laughs> um so you started in mexico but uh how how long of a tour was it and how how much
2: ground did you cover by the way we got um, paul saying what's up too we got paul ryan in the house this is him he's what he a, is, uh what a paul throwing some stuff in here
6: origin dvd footage <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure so, okay. um mexico was five dates and then uh We went back, and then we did South America, which was like, uh, if I remember right, like 13 dates. But it was fucking crazy because we had to fly everywhere for those shows. So it was like uh, the No Sleep Tour. We show up at the airport at 5 o'clock in the morning after not getting done playing until like 1 or 2 in the morning. Damn. Um, Yeah and then i think we went over to europe for some festivals and we uh did an american canadian tour with black dolly murder and severed savior which was sick as fuck seeing those guys play every night um, oh, yeah. and then we did a european tour with spawn of possession which was completely crazy jesus um so it's like that's all that
0: yeah dude that's so funny it's like you were d- playing guitar for like all when they play with all these sick unique leader bands
1: dude we like talked about all those tours with other people from those bands on this uh podcast before so i didn't realize you were in the band at the time so that's rad
6: yeah like they had all the tours yeah. already planned out so it was just a whirlwind of shit um i mean i even played valken that year nice. um geez so many different festivals. Uh, I think I played 90 shows in 53 countries that year. Fuck yeah,
0: Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And and I'm thinking about this now, and and I'm probably gonna, you know, bring up some shit when I say this, but it's like, once you do a cannibal tour like that, 90 something shows, international, fucking all this shit, like to come back to the underground, dude. What what was that like after it was all over? you know, going out and touring with unmerciful after that.
6: Well, see, I mean, that was what I'm used to. I got to go do that big shit and Mm -hmm. play like I was in a big band for a while. And then I came back to what I was used to.
5: Yeah.
0: So you didn't really feel any, you know, you're like, you got a taste of it. It was fun, but really you're already, you're, you're used to coming back to this shit because this is what you were doing before that. Yeah. Okay. Cause I would, you know, it's like, You would think, like, there would be some kind of, like, depression or something like, oh, dude, that was, like, the highlight, you know? Like, I know it's, like, cannibal. Of course it's going to be a highlight, but just to be like, oh, dude, now that's over. Now I'm back to... But that's still also... I Now this is me being negative, you know? That also could be a fucking thing to spark a fucking fire to get going and fucking come back and get creative too you know so what the
6: fuck am i no talking? well that's that's exactly what that was it was a spark i mean yeah i got to see the other side of the business as to where you can actually be successful i mean those guys haven't had a job since like two of the mutilated right so yeah. um i mean another job besides music they haven't had a, a normal job since Tomb of the mutilated yeah 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 um, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, you get to see the other side of that. I mean, it was it was weird for me to do that shit because I like I would help the roadies load shit in because I was bored. Yeah. Like, you have to do this. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm yeah. Used to loading in, so I'm just going to help because. You never let I it
0: mean? get to you. Yeah. You never let <clears> the, the you know, being at that level make you feel like you're above anybody else. You're just like. No. I'm, I'm used to loading my own shit in anyways, dude. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Get some, burn some calories before we get up on stage.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cannibal's like basically the benchmark for like, you know, a death metal band being your job. You know, like they're like the, they're the top, right? They're the. Yeah. And even for bands yeah, like us, it was like that was the tour to get on to be the opening band on a, on a Cannibal tour. Like everybody's yeah, like, inspiring to be that band. As a kid, I remember just, I remember staring at like, it was like, a five band tour a cannibal corpse at slims in san francisco and i remember just watching i was a little little kid watching the opening band some random like metal blade band that they just signed and just staring at them going like you guys are living the fucking dream right now you know what i mean let's go like you guys have (laughs) made it you're done you're done forever and they're like probably getting 200 150 a night something like that but like at the time i didn't know the business part of it so i was sitting there just going like holy shit that band gets to play with them like right now it's like a sold-out show at slims like this is like, as a child, I was like, that's, this is what I wanted. This is, I want to be that band. You know? But it was
0: a sick tour too. Like, for example, the cannibal, cephalic Deeds of Flesh. Like, what oh, the yeah. fuck
2: right there? Yeah. That's, that's a, fucking that's a hot,
0: triple man. fucking threat right there, dude. Right. Exactly. And then exactly. Dusty's dude. on, on uh, merch duty for Deeds that whole, whole tour. So he got the ropes and then boom, Sever goes out for the next one.
2: Yep. Definitely. It's a circle of life.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well, fuck yeah so cannibal corpse so you played with them for a few tours you said what 90 150 shows you said mm-hmm. uh, no, about 90 shows. shows probably around ninety six shows. months okay that's what i toured with them for definitely so how did you like i mean i know we've kind of t- touched on a little bit but your perspective changed going from cannibal corpse back to what you were you know unmerciful origin stuff you were doing before how was your like were you skewed in any way or did you have any kind of like grandiose kind of like, did you project it on the band? Like, dude, this is what they did. Like what's going on. We need to do this and this, this, did you learn how much, like, did you learn a lot from it?
6: Oh uh, yeah. I I learned. Um, so yeah, I just tried to push a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I actually joined unmerciful before cannibal called. So I, I told Clint, I was like, dude, I got the call from cannibal. I'm going to have to bow out for a while. And he's like, Oh, totally understandable do that shit. So I did that, came back, rejoined Unmerciful, and uh, we recorded that Unmercifully Beaten. Well, we recorded the demo, shopped it to Eric, got signed, Um, Unmercifully Beaten came out, and then, yeah, that was our first tour, was opening up for Cannibal. Uh, Unmerciful Necrophages, Dying Fetus Cannibal. Fucking A, dude.
5: Jesus. (sighs)
6: That's a tour. <laughs> that, was, that was definitely a fucking tour. That was yeah. uh, that was a monster tour. That's Damn. Right. I forgot That's cool. That. So
0: you come back and you're like, hey, what up, dudes? I'm back. Yeah, you know? right. Like,
6: yeah, no, I'm opening for you. <laughs> trip, dude. That's such a trip. Yeah.
0: You're like, Can I still get some here. of your rider, though? Can I still get some of your rider? A couple more beers, you know? Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can i stay on your bus going <laughs> yeah I
0: know,
5: right can i get a bunk <laughs> yeah, wait so
3: what, awesome. year, what year was that 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 tour that 2006 okay crazy dude
5: okay, yeah awesome. so that's
0: so that's right before justin comes into the fold you said 2007 before we started right justin
5: yeah 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 that's right, right.
0: okay so i think <laughs> this might be a good time to take it back with justin a little bit dude Let's see what's up with Justin. Same question, bro. Take us back to the beginning.
4: Okay, let's. <clears> the <throat> story isn't nearly as extensive as Jeremy's. That's um, all right,
0: let's butt us up so, to the, where we're at right now.
4: And music-wise, I'll, I'll go back to the same questions you had there, especially the ones you wanted, obviously. Um, oh, getting interested in music. You no, know, it's definitely mostly like my my mom always listened to a lot of soul and a lot of Motown and stuff like that. So she was always into that always music around the house. And um, so I I took an interest in music in general, but you know, my parents had a really good, you know, vinyl collection and stuff. And um, lots of, you know, Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and Molly Hatchet and things like that. And of course, I just hearing some early Black Sabbath always made me real interested, you know, and classic rock was always cool and all that kind of stuff but then you you know you start finding your bands like metallica and slayer and you know megadeth obviously get into that a little bit more and but i, I always you, you got to consider you know, i was born in 83 you know so a lot of that really really heavy shit was coming out by the time i started getting into heavy music and luckily you know i, I vibe with like Clint and jeremy especially well because i like old classic death metal just like they do you know Mm-hmm. And but um, my buddy, Matt Gibbs from a band called Horacle, um, that they're not around anymore, but they were for over a decade. Like him and I grew up together. We're good friends. And, um, his older brother was really into early death metal and he hooked us up with mixtapes and stuff like that and then later let us borrow CDs and stuff. And I remember he had this one mixtape that had stuff from Carcass and Entombed. An obituary and Morbid Angel on there. And I remember hearing the mortal rights for the first time. And nice. that breakdown in the middle, I'm like, what the fuck is this?
5: <laughs> and it's just
4: like, man, everybody's trying to go faster, but this band's not afraid to slow down. This shit is off the hook. Yeah. And but I I remember hearing that on a cassette tape on this beat up mixtape that was kind of warped and shit. And just thinking to myself, like, all right, now that that's where it's fucking at. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah getting into it a little bit more and then all of a sudden you know you you hear you hear these this song you go you see ace ventura at the theater and you're like wait a minute i know that song you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh so you know and you just keep digging and digging a little bit more finding out a little bit more that you can and i did have a couple of guitars i had one that my dad had brought home and i had another one that i took guitar in grade school and i fucking hated it i didn't want nothing to do with it but then again they're making this play goofy shit on acoustic guitars okay. that isn't cool you know but mm-hmm. i i had found one of those too and dragged it home and uh matt and i got more and more into music and same with my good friend tom that lived next door and we wanted to you know start playing you know you know metallica songs and stuff so my aunt becky bought me a, a guitar from finger hut and finger i tried hut. to learn how to <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah i, I, I tried
4: I tried to learn how to play it and I was fucking terrible. I couldn't even tune that thing. So I set it up on a shelf for a while and finally picked it back up and learned how to tune it. And once, just like Jeremy said, just started learning stuff by ear. And funny, one of the first songs I probably learned how to play all the way through, I I believe was also for whom the bell tolls because it's easy. It's it's slow. It's not too fast, you know,
2: Mm -hmm. for
4: someone who just picked this up and kind of sucks. I mean, of course it's an easy song. And uh, in fact, so i uh me i met um good friends of mine back in school matt gives us one of them and then in, in, like in junior high i met a guy named mike west who was an awesome drummer for his age because he had been playing a jazz band for a long time and a good friend of mine named uh clint Ludgeon who started playing bass and uh, a friend of mine named aaron keller we all started a band called foundation's Edge, and those those poor fucking guys they had to they were all so much better than me and they had to wait for me to catch up
5: (laughs) i have to stop (laughs) you there
0: i have to stop you there because of that band name Uh, i don't think anybody else on this podcast knows the reference to that but it's an isaac asimov book from the foundation series right it's one of absolutely is it is that in the first trilogy or is it in the the sequels (laughs) or prequels i can't remember where that falls in the timeline of that story it's like seventh. It the first ago. wasn't
4: it? Uh, yeah, I, I believe it was the first. Okay. My guitar player. Was
0: the foundation was the first. The foundation um, was the original. The original because it was a short story in um uh, old science fiction magazine. Then there was so much like. Oh, we want more that he adapted it into a novel. Then they're like, "Oh shit, we want more." So he went into the trilogy, and then as then after the trilogy, he did two sequels, and then after that, he did two prequels, and then he died.
4: Yeah, I, I almost kind of <laughs> wish that Aaron was here right now because I know that was a lot of his doing because he was such such a, a science guy. He actually ended up uh, James um, Rexford. He, uh, thank
0: you very much, dude. It's the fourth book. James, so it started. It started the uh, yes, in the chronological. Perfect. Is it chronological? <clears throat> if you're saying four in the chronological aspect or how it was released either way it's it i think it might have been the first prequel then if it's the fourth book because of the trilogy and then they did this he did the sequels then the prequels nerd shit guys isaac asimov yeah it's the
4: greatest (laughs) (laughs) those are actually things that i'm not even completely aware of i I mean i've read some of those books but not in such a long time he's an
0: author that Aaron. he won awards in every single literary form of writing except for one and i forget what it is now
1: boom what sorry what's the what's the band name you
0: guys are foundation's
4: edge
1: oh okay yeah that's sick sounds like an 80s uh like prog metal band or something.
4: <laughs> it, it's kind of crazy. I still have some recordings of that stuff, and it's not nearly as intense because I couldn't, I, I couldn't really play death metal yet. You know, I wasn't that good. But a lot of it's pretty trippy. Lots of clean riffs, lots of like effects and stuff on it. If, if you heard it compared to what I write in unmerciful you'd be like that's you. What the hell's going on, man? And but uh. But yeah, like as far as that was, that was my first, my first band. And that was the only band I had all the way until I joined Unmerciful, And we basically just, um, we, we did a bunch of high school stuff. You know, we played at talent shows and we played at parties and things like that. And we had a lot of people that really liked us. I mean, I will say even for our age, man, we was wrote some pretty good, good music. It was very, very well written. And, um, Definitely. but you know, we, we still jammed around. And, of course, I started jamming with, like, a little bit more with Mike and my buddy Warren Fox. I don't know. Warren's probably not watching, but if he is, that's that's my metal dude. Me and that dude have been to literally probably thousands of concerts together. And he's, like, my metal brother forever. And uh so we started doing a little bit more heavier stuff and kind of became a three-piece where Warren played bass and, you know, started writing some more more intense death metal kind of stuff and i'd get a little carried away with you know 15 riffs a song and shit and um but you know we just we would still jam around and practice but we didn't do shows or anything but then um come time to hanging out we used to play at this place all the time or we used to go to this place all the time called the static and uh, our buddy joey pintozi opened up here in topeka and um unmerciful was still you know, fairly new and all that kind of stuff. And then when it came time to um, Jeremy decided that he wanted to stay home and focus on the family and everything and not do the touring anymore. I, I, I knew I've known James for years and hell. In fact, I've known Clint since I was about 13 because he gave my friend Clint let John bass lessons. So we've known him for a long time. And of course with uh, you know, all the origin guys and all the other, you know, bands around here, like once living and stuff. Uh, we'd ride our skateboards over and watch them play, and they were always super cool, like, man, I don't, these kids better not be drinking or nothing over here and getting their asses in trouble, but hey, it's like, as long as you're here to chill, you know, these kids are pretty cool, they like death metal, man, let them chill, and, uh, but like, <clears throat> I talked to, you know, Clinton James up there at the Static quite a bit, and again, I knew him, so they were like, they told me at one point, like, hey, uh, you know, we, we need a new guitar player, and James had actually been on my ass to jam with him for a long time, but I was always like, oh man, I work like 60 hours a week. I don't have time for, you know, like a, like a, like a real, real serious band or whatever. And, um, finally they, they, they had said like pretty much the exact words. They're like, man, I've heard for years that you like, you're like the best kept secret around here, man. Why don't you come fucking prove it? And so, uh, Found out where they were practicing at, you know, I went ahead and loaded my gear up and I went to the wrong storage place and I was like half an hour late. <laughs> and, but, uh, they, I remember going in, you know, setting my stuff up and they're like, all right, checking out, let's learn a song. And, uh, I learned a uh, shotgun sodomy, um, learned it on the spot, played it through several times and they're like, all right, cool, man. We might be in touch. So I loaded my shit up and went home and before I even got home, um, they called me or like hey man you want to go out and let's have a beer or whatever remember walking into this place for james and then obviously Derek. he wasn't even here when i tried out he was on the road with another band and uh uh they're high fives and they're like man you're fucking in dude you're totally hired man let's I'll see yeah. you practice tomorrow and then you know um i think i joined in may like sometime in the middle of may In 2007 and then by july 4th i was playing my first show on my first tour with them uh with uh vital remains and the absence in roanoke virginia or something like that so it was pretty quick i had about six weeks to get going and i only played i think two shows maybe three i think there might have been like two in topeka one in kansas city and one of those shows we opened for like dying fetus and Um, so it all, it all happened pretty quick. And then, you know, we did a few more tours and then that next year, fast forward, I'm over in Europe, getting my ass kicked in uh, ping pong by Joel in Germany.
2: (laughs) 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 You remember that shit. I know you do. (laughs) Oh man, no, totally. That was, yeah. I remember that like, uh, actually we played a bunch of shows in Germany, so I don't remember what venue, but I remember having the ping pong tournament dude like with the flow from uh cryptopsy and yeah you know, yeah like... yeah flow can play yeah.
4: some fucking ping
5: pong dude yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i like ping that. pong when know.
0: you came to pacifica too we gotta to cheers and play ping pong oh man i'm a Joel, joel's like a secret like legit ping pong player
4: <laughs> i don't know i like oh, he is dude playing... he's like he's like four scope and shit man he's good at that. <laughs> he's fucking good I, I i don't think i even scored a point against him man it was like <laughs> god damn that was quick like good lord like I think he like I don't know. It's like we get like, super a competitive, competitive match
0: or dude. something, man. Yeah, I <laughs> get so. super competitive with Joel all the time, so I'm like oh, jumping totally. for shit.
2: Yeah, dude. There's a place in a in a, I want to say Connecticut or some somewhere where it's called the Croc Rock or something like that or something like that. But there, there's, it's next to a pizza place and they have a ping pong table. And if you beat the owner at ping pong, he gives you like a hundred dollars and a free pizza. Like he's what? like he's so confident. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, wow. is that, have you is that, <laughs> like, yeah, have you ever done no it? No, so I went it was me and Steve Jones a faceless and we went against him and I think maybe a coworker or something. And it came down to the last point, but he beat us. But it was like and I, oh, I not I know I haven't like I just have cool like cool. I remember my uh my like old like stepdad like had a ping pong table and I played it for like a few months and I just like got it down. It was also like all about tricking people, like like misdirection, like I'm like, yeah, it's a <laughs> and just like going on quick or something like that. Like it was all like it that's wasn't so like actual Joel, skill. Dude. It was just like it was just me like oh, fucking so funny, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, it's no, in the it dude. Exactly. No, I fucking love exactly. things long, dude. I, I suck <laughs> it, I suck it, I suck it fucking totally. I, I have a pool table downstairs in my house. I have oh, a pool man. table and I'm terrible at it. Like, See, I'm that's
0: like, my that was my tour game is pool. Yeah, me and Mike Gilbert right. and Craig Peters. Shout out Craig Peters from Deeds. That was oh, yeah. like we'd beeline to the fucking billiard tables if we had one, dude. <laughs> as soon as we could, it's like when are we fucking playing, dude? We're just going to play until we have to play on stage,
2: basically. Dude, it's same thing. Yeah, pool and ping pong, same thing. Like you watch, like the like ping pong is like in the fucking Olympics or something. Like I've seen like these these guys going at it where it's just insane. Like it's, it's they're just like going like it's like full tennis. Like it's like they're running like fifteen feet away from the table and ca- catching shit and like hitting it back and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm just like a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to hype my ping pong game. I haven't played in like ten years. But. I, I, I mean,
4: I'm not that good at anything. Like Jesus, man. I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying to roll an ankle,
0: fucking, to save the point.
3: Dude. <laughs> that, like in, that was in Forest Gump, right?
0: Knock we over friends. some random old lady who finally has some dick on the line, like she's.
3: <laughs> yep. There it is. Oh man, there yeah.
5: it is. That's what Casey said. <laughs> You're not talking about
3: the Forrest Gump though, and he gets all gnarly. That's,
5: that's what. That's yeah, what, uh, Justin said. I yeah. forget. I forget okay, the, yeah, the yeah. ping pong scene. But yeah,
3: oh, you forget it? Oh, it was sick. He was like, so,
1: so that was a decrepit birth in unmerciful yeah. Europe tour. Oh yeah.
3: So mm-hmm. that was the yes, awesome yes. tour. Yes. Right. So are, are we there now? That was no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Was talking about the ping so, pong. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Party, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, so fucking oh i was just gonna say that <laughs> I'm on full screen dude. you're on the full screen dude Uh i don't like being on full screen it's okay though. I, love but, that. Um,
0: I love that you see yourself and Joel. Oh my god, dude come on dude. we've been no casey uh, was just putting random
2: people on, on the full, full screen, screen and, like well they weren't right. talking <laughs>
3: i didn't know how to do it dude it's a new platform come on man. Give me you break no it is funny uh, no, uh i've said this before when we had derek on a while back dude and i was like man i, I just remember like First time, like the only time I've been to Europe, and and we like fly there, and we like fly into Berlin Airport, and uh, you know, we're in there and it's decrepit, and all of us are hanging, and we're like waiting, we're like, okay, and Merciful's flying in and stuff, and we know all you guys, but like, you know, we're just like, we've never toured with you yet, and we're like all stoked, and we just uh, we see you guys, and then we like, we're like, lo- we're like looking, and oh, they're not there, then all of a sudden we like see this group of dudes, like, like this tall dude with like this cowboy hat you know and it just stands <laughs> out like a sore thumb in berlin airport this guy it was tall scary. dude the cowboy had a big mustache you know whatever, whatever you know long hair and like oh there they are let me go over there and it's just like so funny it was like like yeah what's up guys? like totally just you know merciful <laughs> in germany and we're like whoa this is crazy like and we were just like we had so much fun man and we shared a bus and like yeah, that was that was so many like, fun times. That was like one of my funnest trial by yeah, it was it was probably, the, so probably the so best tour, fun. probably the best because oh, like ridiculous. yeah, we were just
2: like all of a sudden show we just show up at the Berlin airport like all right, what next? Like what are we like where are we supposed to go? What's supposed to happen? I remember um the bus was waiting for us for like three hours while we were standing in that corner we were like in a corner with (laughs) us, and we're sitting there just going like where the fuck's the bus dude we're in the we're in the pickup area but it was like in the parking lot the whole time like waiting for us like where the fuck are you dude like we were like we were it was ready for us when we landed it was like totally ready for us but uh but the cool part was, I remember, like, it, it drove us to the first venue. We had a day. We had a, a full day to just get, e- know, get to know each other, like, with Cryptopsy, uh, Unmerciful, and Decrepit. And we just... There was, like, a, a fancy... Not a fancy beer. Just, like, a beer store, like, standing there. And uh, we went over to the beer store and got, like, all this... We just fucking loaded up on all this beer and just sat and it was all warm. Because, fucking, that's how they do it out there. But uh, we get all this beer and we just start fucking... Just start chugging beer and, and, and breaking the ice. That's, like, well, basically, like, you know, we're all, like... Shell shocked or from just being in Germany, we're like, "What the fuck? We're in Germany right now. This is insane!" But and then, uh yeah, it just basically turned into a, a full out like hangout. Like we all just got, we all got wasted. Like we, like, like I don't think there was not one person that wasn't like, like semi close to blacking out. It was like, <laughs> dude, it was a straight up block party. It, it was a fucking block
4: party in the parking lot, man. It really was. And we even slept on the bus.
2: That's right. That's right. No, my memory is uh I, we slept on the bus. I woke up at like five in the morning, which I don't even know the fucking time difference. But I woke up at five in the morning, just so thirsty because we just drank so much of the. And they had like <laughs> these German Budweisers. Remember, they were German like, Budweisers that like were. they were like, like six, green bottles. sixteen beers apiece, man. You know, that <laughs> was insane. And I was like, I was like dying. There's like, there's no fucking water on this bus. Like when I wake up in the morning, and I'm like having like I'm actually kind of freaking out. I'm like, dude, I drank so much last night, and there's no I haven't had water in like sixteen hours. Like I need water, so I. I walk down like downtown Berlin or where the fuck we were, and I was like, look, probably like a homeless person at this point. I was like, bags under my eyes, like fuck, like I'm literally like on my last like like calorie to burn. I'm like, like looking around. I'm like looking around and I can't find fucking water. I'm going into the bars, they're turning me away because I look insane, and and uh, I finally find that this little cafe bakery thing. And I go in there and I'm like, finally, it's like tw- like the, the conversion rate of this bottle of water is like twenty dollars. It's like mm. an insane expensive bottle of water, and, and like because the, the, the like U.S. currency was super down and theirs was up or something like that. And uh, I was like, yeah, oh, well, I I think really think we were like, it was like one fifty two for a euro at that point or something like totally. that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, I mean, for a <clears throat> for a a pound was like two point five like uh, dollars for one pound or something so it was like yeah
4: it was pretty because yeah that's right because we went to we took that ferry to england that one time and played at that right. that rad-ass
2: joint yep no it was like literally like i just remember finally getting the water like i got the water and it was sparkling fucking water and i was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like the most unquenching like what from what i needed so i had to go back and i was buy waiting another for bottle. like somebody to knock it out of your hand while you're like ready to drink it <laughs> Well, i remember just taking it like spitting it out outside like dude this is not like i need the quenching even though like i think sparkling water probably has some hydration to it but at the time it, it just it just felt like like the opposite of what i wanted so i went back in yeah. got another 20 dollar bottle of water that was, that was like not the sparkly sh- like shit it was like a legit like german uh I love, how you just, how, I love
0: how you just
4: handed the spark no, no spark-, <laughs> it's like spark on the spark <laughs>
2: It's like none of this, none of this. It's like they. Love it's just it. like drinking
4: sandpaper,
2: man. You know, it's like
4: <laughs> it, it. It was really weird. I didn't realize until we went over there. We were like, man, what the fuck us up with all this fucking carbonated water, man? Like, there's like a beautiful lake right there. What the hell's going on? <laughs>
2: yeah. that like, fucking water's probably better
4: up. than this in the bottle.
2: Totally. No, I remember like another time we showed up to. It was the the show where we. Sh- uh, I remember Hannes from necrophagus was there, and there's a. It was like kind of a shitty show. I remember, but it was like. I remember going in there, They had, we had a writer that would just be like, they had cereal and like little sandwiches and like shit like that. I remember like, there was a little mm-hmm. like, look like a cup of sugar, like a bowl of sugar, you know, it looked like a bowl like for the cereal, you know? So I was just like, it was like the, you know, basic ass corn flakes. And I was like, yeah, I want a little fucking sugar on this shit. Cause I'm, you know, I want to fuck. I'm living my life, you know, I want to taste good shit.
5: So, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so
2: I literally, uh, I, I scoop, I just scoop like three scoops in there or something. And then I fucking take the first bite and it's fucking salt. And I'm like, oh my god. I was (laughs) like, I was so bummed on, like, but also I was just getting used to it, getting used to how (laughs) how Europeans do shit, you know? I was like, completely just like, I don't know. Just the they had that warm milk. It was warm milk with the fucking cornflakes and then fucking a salt topper, dude. Like I was <laughs> <laughs> I was bummed. I'm I'm
0: I'm just waiting for a second. That sounds
3: horrible, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh
2: man. No, I thought it was sugar, was like the well, whole thing it, thought, Yeah.
5: Oh you, you know, like I, I,
2: okay.
0: I thought that's like I, how they have their fucking cereal over there, dude. I'm like no what? no, they
2: don't they don't yeah, eat cereal no. like that. I don't think anyone <laughs> would survive eating cereal like that.
0: But it made sense. Okay, I, after the warm fucking <laughs> beers and the fucking only sparkling water, like warm milk yeah. and salt on my cereal, dude.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. the 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 difference is a little bit of a shock. I mean, you can hear the stories all you want, but you don't realize it until you actually see it. You know. Really, um, I remember that that place that we played in in London, and it was like oh, a, yeah. it was like a festival. And I remember we got food tickets. And they were like, "Yeah, it's the place is just right upstairs." And it was kind of like right where like it looked. It looked like a London version of Times Square. It was super busy,
5: the you know, with all the, the underworld signs. Underworld
4: yeah, Underworld. That yep, that's it, that's it. And um, they gave us those food vouchers. And Clint and I went to walk upstairs, and we're like, "Man, is this the right place?" And we walked into this place, and there was like crystal everywhere, and there was people wearing like suits and bow ties, and. And it was almost like, you know, when you walk into somewhere and you hear like the record scratch and you're like, oh, shit, we're not supposed to be here. <laughs>
5: yeah. So this
4: guy in, a, in like a food window, he's like, no, come on. Come on in. You guys are in the right place. Come on. So the the promoter had told us, he's like, hey, you guys need to go upstairs. We have the, the best, best fish and chips in London. I'm like, oh, do you now?
5: Well, yeah, we're going
4: to yeah. see about that. Mm-hmm. And I remember eating the eating the chips, and they tasted just like McDonald's. <laughs> and we we were joking about that because we used to you remember how we started joking about how the uh, we were calling McDonald's the U.S. embassy out of the country, and <laughs> yep. we, were, we were we were calling it the embassy. And we we're like, "All right, we're
2: back at the embassy. It's a taste of home." Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah that that venue that venue was dope though, man. It really was.
2: I got a funny story about that venue. I remember. Um. So we so we got off stage so it was yeah it was us then cryptopsy after but we get off stage and there's there's a couple just having sex on our on our road cases they're just i saw that yeah i did yeah
4: yeah <laughs> i walked <laughs> i in did house. that
2: the guy was the girls were sitting there like looking all smiling and the guy's like you want to join I'm like jesus what <laughs> is going on yeah like, I, I, like- I do
4: i I, don't, I have no idea who the people were but i know that that that, that was the same chick. it was completely covered in blow right Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. It. I re- I remember that very much. So I'm like, look, man, I'm just trying to walk back here and like get like an apple, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, like we had some, we had some, we had some fruit backstage and some bottles of water. I was just trying to go get something to eat, man. Yeah, I was, I was legit going back to get an apple, and I see this yeah, fucking dude. debauchery. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like was, man,
2: London. That was definitely just the weirdest <laughs> thing to walk off stage of to. Just like walk off, and there's just someone just getting like, you know destroyed on the thing <laughs> where i
4: just <laughs> Well, the thing about it is there's backstages back there. There's couches and stuff. I mean, there, there's a lot more comfortable things than road cases. <laughs> you know? Like, man, this, I just thought, man, this place is off the fucking hook, man. <laughs> totally.
2: <laughs> Same thought, dude. Same thought. Now, that was... And they had, remember, that, like, cider. Everything was cider there. It wasn't, like the beers were like 3% or something and the, the cider was like 4.5 so it's like <laughs> you got to get the cider i guess and it was just like before, and they like you try to tip them they're like fuck you they get like mad if you tip them i'm like hey yeah, yeah
4: yeah we 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 saw some pretty weird shit about that about like giving tips to people and they're like what the hell is this why are you like what, what is this what, why are you giving me this you know yeah, it's like, like it's like a diss know to know them tip is this is yeah it's they it was
2: bizarre why yeah, would it they, be a diss though you know they took it, like, it as like oh you think i need this uh, they, took it. Okay. they didn't take it as like a thank you very much they took it like dude what the fuck like i don't need your handout you fucking asshole like kind of is what they did yeah it. i got you
4: no it, no it was, it was kind of strange that really shocked me as well no, Although, i remember true. actually like i remember explaining tips to people a couple of different times they man. probably get paid what? way, way you more you guys do
0: per hour than our server yeah do over here that's why i mean yeah. that might be the case
6: yeah it's got yeah, be Yeah, they they get a normal pay. They don't get this two dollar an hour shit plus tips. Totally. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly totally.
0: what it is. It, I mean, my wife's a server. She don't make much an hour, but it's all about the tips, dude. Yeah. 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 And, well, and the tips over here,
2: if the you're good. a decent person, you tip well. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. And that's definitely like. I mean, you could make tips. Will just range from like, oh, I made two hundred uh, thousand tonight. You know, it's like yeah. such a big like. Just depending on who you get, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's uh, a roller coaster. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, no, Europe definitely was, I mean, like Casey said, it was definitely the the most fun I've had on tour because it was such a, we're walking in this other land we've never been and we're just like, we're all trying to experience it together. We're all trying to find funny things to do together. And I actually have a random memory that I'm, I'm bringing up now, just talking right now is uh you and um the bass player of uh, Cryptopsy getting in this gnarly argument where you were just like, you know what? Fuck you, dude! I've always hated you, and you guys like got in this big yeah, argument. But that's very yeah. end. You guys were hugging, and I took a picture. of You guys, and you guys like were taking a shot together. Like you guys like, I, passed it up super quickly.
4: I actually didn't even know that that picture existed until somewhat recently when you had posted a bunch of pictures from that tour. Yeah. You like, you found like a photo dump or whatever and i remember seeing that one on there and i remember seeing like some scratches on my hand it was because bloody. we were loading that that gnarly gear out of that fucking venue in austria and i remember wow. it was like narrow narrow stairway and like as we're carrying gear out we're like rubbing our knuckles on mm-hmm. the walls mm-hmm. yeah and i, I do I, I
0: that
3: was the place that wouldn't yeah, give yeah. bill water yeah here yeah that's right how so do they, like bill,
0: how do they fucking stay hydrated over there guys dude,
3: you know? dude like Beard, bill dude. goes in there like and and like we're setting it for the show and then they like they just kick him out or they get like yell at him they're like no he's like i just want some water and, like i was setting it for the show that is because the way he looked or i don't know what it was yeah yeah it's mean definitely the him. way he looked as far we're as like, like dude
2: yeah like, <laughs> Oh, Jer- it's, so jeremy like you you like going over to different countries and stuff like I mean, I'm sure you've been to, you said Mexico with cannibal, right? And stuff like that. What What were some of the, like, the, I don't want to call them obstacles, but what kind of like different shit did you see that kind of like tripped you out? Uh, first
6: time I was in Europe, the same thing with the fucking water. Uh, <laughs> pretty much the same thing. I spit it out. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh,
4: no bubbles. That's all I used to tell. Him. No <laughs> bubbles. I want water, no bubbles. Like they told us in um, Germany, Joel. Tell them you want water with no gas.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. you
4: got it. You got it, man. No <laughs> gas. It is. Um,
6: I remember being in. What the fuck was it? Lithuania, I think. And we played played in this fucking like government, old government building. And the bartender, I went up to her and it was kind of cold out and whatever. And I was feeling like I wanted like a hot cocoa or some shit. So I told the bartender, I was like, I want a hot chocolate. And she looked at me like I was fucking crazy. So she's like, okay. So a couple minutes go by and she hands me the cup. And in the bottom of the cup is a fucking melted piece of chocolate candy bar. <laughs> and i looked look at her and I'm like, oh, no, no. I mean, I'm at hot cocoa. And she's oh, Okay. So she frosted the milk with it and shit like that. Ended up being pretty fucking good, but uh, Mm -hmm. the language barrier and the different culture. I mean, that I didn't fucking word it right. Apparently, so I got a a melted
4: chocolate bar (laughs) in the bottom of the mug. That that's pretty funny. I've never heard that, Jeremy. (laughs) Yeah, felt like a fucking moron,
6: but like I said, it ended up being pretty fucking good when I got what I wanted
0: it really is just missing the hot milk that's all it needed you stir that shit up it's really the same kind of chocolate these, yeah. right
2: yeah As a chocolate bar yep i remember what uh, um, you're saying uh what's the uh, god justin the mcdonald's like that was like our embassy or something i went to copenhagen yeah. <laughs> i thought this random thing of copenhagen i was like i just want a fucking burger fries and a drink that's all i want i remember talking about exchange rates and shit, like it literally cost me when I got home and looked at my bank statement, it was fucking like $52. Like it
5: was...
2: (laughs) Jesus, dude. They charged me for like, you know, the exchange thing and then like a fee for that, a fee for, you know, like obviously, I mean, then the actual fucking currency changeover, they charged me and it came out to be like, yeah, it was like $52 or something. And that was back in like 2008, something like that. And that was like, I was like, well, you know, it was fucking worth it. I was The lesson learned
0: is to get your currency switched out before you go into the country
2: yep yeah that's definitely the lesson that's yep. definitely dude joel do you remember that
4: time we uh <clears throat> we were in Prague and we played that show with vader yep um mm-hmm. we all took a walk and we went to that it was like a it was the only restaurant we could find that would take euros because we didn't have you know that's the chronos right. or Kronos. whatever it was yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we got we ended up getting two pepperoni pieces And, um, just like a round of beers, you know, for everybody that was there and, they ended up being pizzas that were smothered in Thai peppers. And this that pizza was oh, like yeah. incinerating. It was so fucking hot. I could barely even finish a couple of pieces. And they're like, oh no, no, no. you guys are Americans. No, what you wanted was salami. This isn't pepperoni. These are the actual peppers. <laughs> so we're like, eh, whatever. We went ahead and ate it anyway. And then that we got the bill. Like and it I'd be down with, dude. We ended, we ended up <laughs> we we got the we got the bill and it was like fifteen thousand crowns or something like that and we were freaking the fuck out like man what the jesus christ wouldn't that this kind of money and they're like oh you're paying in euros and it ended up being like 13 euros yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah so it's like oh it's like oh you silly americans <laughs> i know god <laughs> That was because everyone talks about how beautiful Prague is and stuff. And I think we were just like a more business district, right? Because we didn't go to like the beautiful part of Prague. We went mm-hmm. to like the more blue collar <clears throat> like area of it. So it was like all these people like hardworking dudes like covered in fucking work, you know, just like work residue. like. And yeah, because like, like go- the, what we're, we were at, we were in Prague 8 and Prague
4: 1 is the really beautiful part that looks like like real life Disneyland, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's what it was. Because I remember going later, this is Prague, like. I'm like stepping in all this mud, yeah. and like covered in Wait, mud. What <laughs>
4: number were we in again? And, and that, well, in that building looked like it was just like a, like a, it looked like some shit off Pink Floyd's The Wall or something. Yeah, you know, it like lovely. it was just like this, like, like this is a venue. This place don't even look like it's been in operation, man. It looks like yeah, it looks, Detroit.
2: Looks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, totally. No, that was that was definitely a fucking. I mean, and on the drive over too, because we're just sitting, because we had that big lobby in our bus, so it would just be like. Sit there, drink beers, and like see all the castles and shit going by, and I'm like, oh my god, we're going to fucking Prague. This is gonna be fucking exactly what I wanted my like my whole life to see this. And then you get there, and you're like, oh, you know, like I remember I got home, and I was like, Prague town was gross. It wasn't that cool. (laughs) Well, we did end up seeing some of that stuff from a
4: distance, and I know we went to go take a bus ride or take a train, and we all kind of were walking around, and we're like, man, we can't read none of these signs. Maybe it's not such a good idea to go, you know, taking a train miles and miles away and not know how to get back
2: <laughs> yeah that's right that's right that's the right feeling to have at that moment one of the funniest uh memories i actually have and casey's gonna start cracking up on this one is uh when we got to slovakia and how they just like figured out that there was like such things as a digital camera and every single person had a digital camera and every single person at that like show that had three or four hundred people like wanted to take a picture with you so you literally had to like start like Like, we put on, like, after we got off stage, we'd go in the backstage, and we'd put on, like, disguises to not get, like, constantly, like, people just wanting a picture, picture. They had, like, a certain name for it, but it was constant pictures. It was, like, you couldn't, like, go anywhere. They wanted the the pictures. Like, that was the one thing they wanted, was bananas. I I remember that. I do. Uh,
4: That was a piano club. Yeah. And that was, uh, remember, the venue was upstairs. We had to take the elevators up. Yep. And yep. that was the day we walked and went to that castle.
2: Oh, yep. that's, oh I didn't go, well, yeah, but I saw your guys' sure. pictures. I did, yeah, Some of us went know. to
4: that castle, and then we, we walked around for a while and then found a guy that worked there, and then he gave us the actual tour, and we went all the way to the top of that castle. And I remember, it was like a beautiful day, like rolling hills, like little fluffy clouds. It looked like, a, you know, fucking... Like, a, like like if you could like see a poem, you know, and yeah. b- no. but the guy, he, he pointed to poem. this other castle that was over on this hill miles and miles away. And he's like, you see that castle up there? That was Elizabeth Bathory's castle. And I remember uh, thinking, fuck, wow. we should have walked that way, man. That's a ca- <laughs> Because the castle <laughs> we went to had like some... Some like lame ass story, the one we went to is like it was like he was like he was the first king to build a well or it's something lame <laughs> as fuck, you know. Like... <laughs> and, but I do remember those pictures, there was like, a whole bunch of people. Irrigation, but uh, this guy the the, the uh, uh the whole uh the whole uh uh the picture thing, yeah, I do remember that because these all these cats were like wanting to take pictures of my guitar. Remember, I had that DC oh, Rich, that right. 2003, the, the Skull V, you know? Yep. And th- they were like, all these people were taking pictures with my guitar. Like, they- there's more pictures of them people with my guitar than me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, which it was really cool because they were all super, super nice, man. It was a
2: great show. There was a lot of people there. I remember it was a big place, too. Totally. No, that was just, it was kind of just a culture yeah. shock. You know, it looked like it was, when I got there, it kind of felt like it was probably, you know, 15 years behind of where you know, where I currently live was, it was like, they just got the, the camera. They're like, everyone's got one. And they're just like, dude, we need to use these motherfuckers like on everything. You know, it's like wanted to capture everything. And no, it was, it was, that was probably the biggest culture shock going from America to, to, uh, to Europe and stuff was, was definitely Slovakia. And seeing that, you know, they were all, like you said, they were all super cool, super nice. Everyone was like super excited. They were just like, they wanted to be a part of it. Like they wanted to capture it. They wanted to be there. They wanted it to live forever. And I was like, you know just blown away by it you know
4: yeah even even that first night we were there in berlin you know like that place that that compound was awesome man what oh. the hell was that place called like the red set or something like that
2: something like, like that. A, a bunch of different levels with different shows going on right and different clubs yeah. and stuff yeah and dude even the first night that we played i remember you know we opened up and man there was like a thousand
4: people there and yeah, yeah. And then after we got done, we loaded out, and there was another show. And I remember that band was called Suicide Terminal Choice. It was kind of like like some Ramstein kind of techno metal kind of stuff. Yeah. And oh, I remember so. seeing them guys in their crazy gear with Suicide Terminal Choice, and it like, <laughs> but there yeah. was there was there was even Dude. more people there when oh, they man. played. It was nuts. I'm like, man, these 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 cats yeah. get down, man. I mean, like, live music is huge there, man. Yeah. Definitely. What a fucking name, dude! Suicide and Terminal choice, choice dude. It's oh like... man, yeah,
2: It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I mean, it's, it's like, two things. It's like your choice. It, you did it. <laughs> know, it's, a terminal yeah. choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a... it's, it's you're just saying suicide twice in different terms. <laughs> yeah, <totally>.
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, oh like two good. different at the gates songs <laughs>
5: combined. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, oh my god dude, do we have any like questions or anything from uh the internet
1: yeah let's ask yeah. solicit man any questions from the there's been a the... lot of stuff coming
2: in it's just i just didn't want to like
0: who's looking at the youtube is there any other shit on the youtube i don't know I'm, i see nothing but you guys right now so i don't know what's going on i know yeah a, we got a... the comments we got all there's your comments comment
3: right section. here i nice. can see them all i see all of them i see everything I
1: can... all uh, right, it's good Anthony, if you can choose Uh, between private chat and comments, just go to comments. You should see it all. It's on your screen. Should be.
0: At the bottom, I see stop cam, cam mic share. Just don't be in full screen.
2: Yeah, get out of full screen. Oh, exit full screen. Okay. I'm all click stop cam. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't okay so uh, now where do i go
3: we, we had you can see paul was on for
2: a while that was cool yeah paul was the origin dvd He's origin dvd i don't want
0: to leave the studio a private chat also shout oh, out shout to max okay.
2: max from anomalous he wants to see the i there's know a thing i told we're, him we're I learning him. about the the twitch thing i just randomly signed up like and started like watching how it worked you know mm-hmm. and like yeah. seeing scott carstairs from uh fallujah and mm-hmm. and justin from the Zenith passage and stuff like that um It's actually kind of a cool... I thought it was for video games only, but there's this metal guys that go on there and just play metal, and then, like, Mm. they talk to the people, and people, like, shoot them, like, you know, like, random requests and stuff, and it's, like, they're actually, Mm -hmm. like... It's actually, like, maybe kind of lucrative. (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah, it's like It's crazy. It's a trip. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so
1: questions. Anyone anyone (laughs) wants to throw out some questions for our guests, feel free. Um, Otherwise, we should probably keep the timeline moving into... Post 2008
2: unmerciful era, yeah. After that tour, I remember, um, you guys uh were playing Summer Slaughter. That's the last time I mean, after that tour, it was Summer Slaughter, right? It was uh, with uh, Tony. Were, were you on that tour, either one of you on that one?
5: <clears throat>
2: Are you thinking of when Tony filled in for Psychroptic? I am, I'm totally mixing that up. shit
4: Yeah, that's <laughs> when. T- yeah, like the si- singer had a baby, oh, and Tony yeah. filled in. Had, yeah, you said he had a great time, man. So, those guys are fantastic. That that's
2: was a cool a question, life. dude. That was a- <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Slam
3: dunk. <laughs>
2: oh, fuck. Uh, it's awesome. Oh, man. But no, uh, so, I mean, so, uh, Jeremy, so you basically cannibal Corp. So, can you talk about like, because you weren't in Unmerciful when we played. So, what was the in and out of what, like, you going in and out? Because that's one thing I'm the timeline I'm not really on. <clears throat> um, so it tends to be
6: that I've had problems with getting along with past members, of uh, both bands, like uh, I bought out of origin in 2002 because I wasn't getting along with anybody at the time. And that was probably just me being a dick. Um, <clears throat> and then Unmerciful, I wasn't getting along with people. So that, and I just had a kid a year earlier with my wife and uh, I figured it was time for me to just kind of take a backseat from touring for a while and. Uh, so I bowed out of that and then they got Justin and, uh, John approached me about doing another origin album. So that's, uh, that's how I ended up on antithesis. And gotcha. then, um, I didn't, I didn't tour with any, anything on that album. Cause like I said, I was taking the backseat to touring and, uh, it's not really good to have a band member who can't tour. So that's, uh antithesis was the only album i was on from origin since um so i mean it looks like i just quit bands for the hell of it or something but now uh it was more of i mean getting along with people in bands can be rough when you're on the road definitely Um, i mean you see bands all the time that have a carousel
1: of members exactly yeah um i mean did you uh did you write any of the material from antithesis
6: yeah i wrote
1: yeah uh funny
6: story uh the song algorithm actually was the original enduring torture for unmerciful Mm. uh the song enduring torture on ravenous impulse uh Like, I I took that song with me, and they kept the title. But uh, so I wrote uh, Algorithm and Ubiquitous, and then Mike wrote most of The Appalling.
2: Okay. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Those, Those mean things to me. I know each of those songs, so that's fucking rad to hear. And Algorithm stands out as different from the rest of that album, for sure. Yeah,
6: like I, I did write that when I was still in Unmerciful and then uh, I changed a couple of the riffs around and added some other stuff to it
1: and uh, that ended up on Antithesis. So. so on Antithesis also, I mean, that's Longstreth introducing like the doubles on kick drums and so you guys could kick it up a notch even faster than before, correct? because of that technique yeah yeah Yeah, that that one's i mean everything we just said about triple i it's like a little bit more on on antithesis and then the guitar tone on that album too is like it's It's insane i still have
6: that rig that that was recorded with my rig i still have that rig
2: what what rig were you using for that
6: uh dual rectifier and a marshall 1960
2: vb cabinet nice nice because i remember like uh I know uh, Paul had like a pretty Frankenstein kind of deal going on when we toured with him in uh with uh summer slaughter. It was like all the rack gear, right? It was like, yeah, I was like all the, yeah, that was like, I remember back in those days, it was kind of like trying to figure out what was the like there was the new rack gear with the power amp was like the brand new thing. That was like mm-hmm. the new people were like, Oh, do you just get a Digitech, you know, DS or a 21, 2102 thing with the, with the power amp blah, blah. blah. And there's the people, the purist people were like, well, no, fuck that. It's all about the rectifier or the fucking, you know. It's like, seems like nowadays they're they're definitely like there's this, that that world's still there, but it's definitely like, you know. I don't know, Justin. What are you playing? Do what kind of like amp are you playing? <clears throat> uh, same head Jeremy has. Just to
4: do a dual rectifier solo head bot. Yeah.
2: Damn. Well, that
4: was
6: that was one thing I did learn with Cannibal. Like uh, when I first played with Cannibal, I was playing with a uh, crate. I can't remember the fucking model. It was a 300. It had the, like the hand. Yeah. The blue voodoo 300. Yeah. So I was playing that for a while. And, uh, I went on another tour and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring all my shit. I had like a tri-axis and all this other rack shit. And I was like, I'm going to fucking sound better. And I put it up against fucking Pat's fucking triple rectifier. And it fucking shot shit. I, I put it away. I was all embarrassed. I went and got that crate back and I I bought that dual rectifier in San Fran uh, from Paul Ryan, actually, cause he worked at the guitar center in San Francisco. Yep. So I traded all my rack shit there and bought that head that day in when we played, um, pretty sure it was actually the pound. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, we did. We played the pound that day and uh, that's when I got that dual rectifier
2: nice no that was i mean paul i mean shout out to paul watching right now paul was a was a big player with a lot of death metal bands with the with helping out with the gear you know back in the day like at at guitar center in san francisco he was the one that like gave the if he were like in a a band that he really cared about i mean hopefully he's not he might still be working for them but hopefully doesn't get him in trouble but uh no he would basically hook up a lot of the bands with these killer deals like back in the day it was like really helped out a lot of bands that were you know gear is so fucking expensive and especially yeah. we're not like in a fucking lucrative industry of you know have a ton of money and 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 casey well, yeah, it's, dude it's, yeah. when i lived in san francisco, metal, I so, so yep.
3: <laughs> there, there's a like for for one year i lived like down the street from the guitar center in downtown san francisco like i lived in this apartment like down there and so i would walk up and go see paul like all the time you know and uh dude i got so much gear like from, i I bought so much stuff from guitar center it was like insane like i got all these guitars and i was getting recording stuff you know which finally really made use of recently anyways but uh yeah so uh just getting recording stuff and like he just always was there and we he would like take me in the back room and show me new origin i i remember way back even before i lived there I don't know what year it was, but he he like took me in the back and showed me echoes before it came out, like at Guitar Center, like nice. in this room, like this like mixing room Damn. with all the yeah, you know yeah. like the room with all the speakers and like the he just like he just locks it or not locks the door, shuts the door and like locks <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you might, you might try to escape, but you're gonna listen. To yeah, like, yeah. No, no, yeah. When he shuts, the, anyways, I, it was just like it was like mm-hmm. echoes before you know because that's that was early on for me I, mean, I didn't know him before that you know
2: yeah that was huge like for us all yeah. helping out all the bands and stuff like that's i mean uh, there's nate and stuff like that has stories there's so many people i've talked to like oh that guy from uh origin well, works there now you know, that i like... remember
3: i was like 2021 20, at that time i had just moved up to the bay or something i think and like i was like super like intimidated like whoa and he was just like what's up dude come on let's go back you know like all listeners just like he's like the coolest dude But i like looked up to him super huge because i was like up and coming and young you know and like oh totally but now he's just been a homie ever since 20 years later it's crazy But yeah you guys are huge legends for us we we like when we started this podcast we were just like dude we got to get unmerciful on we got to get original with like our favorite you know like so you guys are like encompassed like with all that because we have so many good memories and stories of like those tours and you know shows and shit. and you guys coming down to santa cruz again and playing what year was that when you came back to, like, the atrium, whatever you guys played. Yeah, which, 12, it was 11 or 12, right? Like the, right before King, like, kind of threw in the towel, right? Oh, that Man, was probably yeah. 13, wasn't it?
2: 13? Was it 13? Yeah, that, that, that sounds about
4: right. Because you have to consider, yeah. we had about a three-year hiatus where mm-hmm. I know Clinton was going back to school, and, like, my son was really young, and I was doing this whole renovation on my place and stuff. So we we, we, we put it down for a minute and then got back about, yeah, two 2012 13 something like that
1: yeah okay cool nice so was that was that a tour because i was at that show but i don't remember what the lineup was
4: other than you guys yeah yeah that was it yeah that was a tour um i don't i don't even remember exactly how long that was but it was i think it was something i think it was uh something that ended up Coming to fruition around the Las Vegas Death Fest, I think it was. I think it was like two weeks long. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like we we uh, we uh, we talked to Mike Gordon and he invited us to get on the Las Vegas Death Fest, and I think we put a tour together around that. I think that's what it was.
2: (laughs) Don't read. Don't read that. (laughs) That (laughs) Yeah, that's an old comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, no, so uh, really I mean
2: we read it but we can't acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, someone I mean someone maybe from Origin asked about like something about Vegas and being lost. <laughs> but we're going to skip around that stuff, that story.
1: <laughs> when uh when did you guys get uh Trent on drums? Is that way really oh, far sorry. ahead?
6: Um, 2017. Okay, so there's nice. some
1: time in
2: between what was uh, yeah. he playing? What, what bands were, were, were like? What was he in before that?
6: Trent was in a band from Kansas City called Morasmus. Okay, uh, really fucking good band. Yeah, really heavy, uh, dark. Um, and we we knew about him. Uh, like he'd opened up for Hate Eternal at a club called the Aftershock in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, <clears throat> and actually. He kind of tried out for hate eternal and then decided that he it wasn't going to work out but him and eric know each other too um and hate eternal played the aftershock and mirasmus opened and i was standing there with eric just shooting the shit with him and stuff like that and he was he told me he pointed to trent while they were playing he goes that's the drummer you want i was yeah. like fuck he's in another band i'm not going to do that <clears throat> um but uh kind of timeline with that was uh james james left in 2015 and we were ready to record ravenous so we got with john longstreth and he agreed to record the album for us which i mean it was great he had a couple months to learn it came in got the drums done in three days um so we had we had the album we had that and then uh I think I can't remember if I approached Trent or if he approached us about maybe playing live I think I approached him about just doing live stuff for us Mm -hmm. and uh he came back I mean we practiced stuff like that and he came back about uh joining full-time wanting to join full-time so I think our first show with Trent was June of 2017. Sound about right, Justin? Yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> yeah, and then I think I think actually the first show that we did with him was right after I shattered my heel.
4: Yeah, because mm-hmm. we did didn't we do that show as a kickoff and then we did that tour when yeah. we when you booked that tour around the Bay Area Death Fest? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right.
0: How'd you shatter your heel? Fell
6: off a fucking ladder. Yeah. Yeah.
2: God damn. Goddamn.
6: How, high, how high up? Uh, about ten feet, but I landed standing up on concrete.
2: Uh, oh. That'll do uh, every time.
6: So I, I took a couple steps, felt the crunch.
5: It's
6: uh, <laughs> like, oh man. So yeah. God, I man. I booked a I booked a two week run for us, and then I didn't get to go chapped
1: jesus hey what's happening right now in the chat oh, we're getting max got rated max we're getting rated, rated
2: right us, now dude. oh shit they got the little raid yeah icons. we're getting straight rated so this is the Holy thing shit. i'm learning because i'm like a, a boomer with this uh scott yeah this shares, is a new yeah. world for us Whoa. we got scott carstairs we got all these people oh my god yeah, what is, up man. y'all what up we're guys a- Hey, fans what is... of
1: max anomalous welcome and it looks like scott
2: maybe Fucking Damn. listen to Unmerciful, dude. Some brutal ass shit, dude.
0: Hell yeah! yeah. Now this is crazy. <laughs> I, this is exciting. Like new, hey. Realm, new. Hey, new everybody! For
5: How's it
1: going? Podcast, yeah.
3: dude. All right.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Crazy. Oh yeah. Well, I was. I was just gonna say, Trent dude that guy loves blast beats man more than anyone else i've ever seen <laughs>
5: on, right? on the internet yes he does he yes beats. he does yeah. he he'll be glad he to, to hear that
1: later like six minutes of just straight blasting to some black metal song and dude i think he's like, got nice. a, a, i think he's got a video of a
6: 17 minute long blast beat oh, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. he
4: actually has he yeah. has the longest blast beat video on all of the internet yeah yeah, oh, shit. and like I th- he he beat it by like m- multiple minutes just to prove a point. Like,
5: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, yeah whole,
0: that's that's a whole thing. Like, that'll be like a Guinness
2: them. book. That'll be a Guinness just, book of world just... records kind of thing. Like that'll be a thing. Like in the future, you know, there's like a person that can hold like a, a fucking what do you call the? What you have to hold your? It's like a what, what do you fucking call? It when but you, don't like, they hit to, you
0: up for a bunch of money? Plank a plank. For that, a plank. You? Like you actually got to pay yeah. a bunch of money to actually like get your shit legit and then be in the book. It costs you thousands did you like yeah Do i really want to like the dude who had oh, was it really name... i yeah, didn't know dude. that i don't know god it, it god
2: doesn't me, know my, my buddy's got the world's longest tongue he's been in the gisberg World <laughs> records like the last... i swear to god like i worked with him for a long time his tongue like goes <laughs> down to like his bottom of his chin it's like it's like double gene simmons and like he don't say that name you're gonna get sued yeah no it's it's definitely uh yeah it's fucking bananas dude i mean he basically no he actually made pretty good money having just a long tongue He was just like yeah, he'd he was, probably
0: make it back but i'm saying i think it costs you some money to actually get like the whole thing to be like okay it's official
2: yeah you have to they pay gotta someone out, to come out yeah yeah yep definitely but you're gonna be in their book too so it's gotta kind of wa- gotta be a wash a little bit you know yeah but anyway just just shout
1: out to trent and metal drummer nerds the like best uh facebook group that i'm in and i think he's an admin with his partner um yeah and and uh yeah dude just like a super sick community of metal drummers just posting videos and trance in there all the time <laughs> posting unmerciful shit occasionally but mostly other covers and uh i get I, I try to throw in once in a while um but yeah dude just super supportive and uh, <laughs> i've really been wanting to like see you guys live with him man um sounds like we're gonna get a chance to hop, hopefully pretty soon
4: yeah, we'll see how these dates go, you know, and like... You want to <clears> plug <throat> that yeah, flyer and that whole... again, now that
1: we got all these people in the chat, dude?
2: Yeah, I know. So we'll, we'll, I'll crazy. plug the flyer. I'm like, I'm almost... Yeah, I'm I'm sitting there shaking my head. I'm like, oh, <laughs> come dude. on, Joe. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, Pyrexia, Unmerciful, Stabbing. It's coming in May. Are, are there dates... How close are dates being announced? Um,
6: That we don't really know. They're working on routing and booking everything right now. Um, you think yeah.
0: it'll make it out to Cali?
5: Fuck, we hope so. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Better, dude. I'd love to fucking see you guys again. I'd love to Pyrexia is actually on my list of bands that are super influential to me that I haven't seen yet. And I'd love to see him. So actually, funny oh, story. Love, I don't know if he's Pirexia, still in, I don't know if dude's still in the band, but uh I potentially have a family member in that band. <laughs> Last name Trapani Trapani, however he pronounces it over there, but it's Danny Trapani. So oh, I'm like, shit. dude, that'd be sick to have a Pyrexia episode and have Danny on. The only thing going to be like, so uh, like a family are you, reunion. Are you related to this guy? Are you yeah, related yeah. to that li- that lady? It's like, you are not the brother. Yeah.
1: <laughs> dude, those East Coast Japanese though.
0: Yeah, dude. They just they came over and stopped. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, they
3: they don't wear sandals on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's people. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, their,
0: their winters were much more gnarlier.
3: Justin, have you ever worn sandals on stage? <clears throat>
4: um yes, I have one time. <laughs> on accident. <laughs> on accident. <laughs> we, yeah, An I, well, should. that's 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 funny. You ask. I, mean, I know, I know, Casey and Joel know this, but I like I get so much shit about wearing sandals all the time because they're not metal, but they're fucking comfortable. I don't care.
1: Sandal,
5: sandal,
4: friendly. I, we are, we I are do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember one time we were in like, a, oh, uh, what's the town that's close to like, a, a Duke and the Tar Heels, North Carolina. Mm. It's Uh, like those colleges are really. You got
3: me. Yes. Yes. That's it. Oh, rally. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Those, like, we were like right in the middle of like that several mile stretch that those colleges are apart from. And I remember getting up on stage to do a sound check. It was that Bottle Remains tour. It was my first tour with with the virtual guys. And uh, I got up on stage to do a sound check. And they're like, all right, cool. Go. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's like six o'clock. And uh, I remember I was wearing those sandals on stage, and Derek just kept giving me the fucking stink eye. Like, I didn't fucking know, man. <laughs> nah,
5: <dude.
0: laughs>
5: I take that guy and
0: I put my stink feet right in their eyes, dude,
4: because I got fucking flip-flops on. <clears throat> It's and I remember out- joking with him. Oh, he was like, What the fuck was that, Justin? He, what the fuck was that? I was like, Look, hey, man, Chuck Schuldiner used to wear sandals on stage. He's like, You know what? Okay. You're not fucking Chuck, buddy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're not Chuck. Dude. So, uh,
5: okay.
4: You know, I, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've done the sound check with sandals here and there, but I definitely make sure I put the shoes on. So. <laughs> No. anthony no.
2: anthony will stick through it we'll just pull uh, sandals the whole show, show. Okay. okay i didn't i didn't know
3: this so this is a known thing that chuck would wear sandals on stage
5: oh yeah oh uh, yeah
3: yeah yeah oh dude anthony you win thanks i know yeah.
5: i think you won yeah. <laughs> i actually
3: win, severed footage. Okay.
0: i had some. i've seen some severed footage uh, recently wins, I'm where sorry. i'm doing an intro to a song God. and i could see i remember this situation now because i heard what i said and, I, and you know how it's like just a memory comes back this this lady was front row at a show and she would not stop looking at my feet so I'm introing "fuck the humans" he has and sexy feet. Dude. I sidestep whatever I'm talking about, and I'm just like, "Look at those toes." That's what I said to her. Look at those toes, and then I, kept back, <laughs> and I went back into my intro, and then we started "fuck the humans." <laughs>
5: There's yeah, definitely yeah, a, a, a level of respect though,
2: like, that but... fucking that Anthony oh, yeah. just stuck with that. We all made fun of him the whole time. We're like, dude, fucking sandals? You're gonna wear sandals? And you're like, fuck it, dude. And, like... and I think that even fueled him more to wear them. He's like, yeah, yeah, I was I'm gonna wear the him even more. Like, yeah, I'm the gonna whole wear them even time. The whole time my mom time told me not to be a follower. Around. So yeah, like, he's... all of a <laughs> sudden he just wears one sandal and that's it. And it's like
0: I go bare I went barefoot a few shows too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's I am I'm mosh pitted during a Stevage set in Texas with flip-flops on while i'm doing vocals dude and no i didn't lose a flip-flop dude the whole time i know how to keep them on dude <laughs> Anthony,
3: Murray used to I'm, give me shit. Am, what? i'm sorry for giving you so much shit about the sandals over it's all good Murray used i feel to be like, like a... how are
0: you gonna fucking run if somebody's uh, how are you gonna run if somebody's chasing you dude and i'm like fucking <laughs> curl you the kick toes them. dude no you gotta curl kick him the <laughs> <the toes.
3: laughs> <laughs> and
2: just kidding. I literally uh, have, like hey. falling down my stairs. We just lose the sandals, sandals
3: and just haul ass with your bare feet. I, mean, I know, right? Yeah. Like, hey,
4: here's a little something funny. Like Joel, Casey, yeah. remember how good I was at fucking playing hacky sack with sandals on?
2: Oh, hell <laughs> nice. I, I do remember that. Okay. Holy. Every Jesus. kick sounded like I was slapping a fish, dude. Like, <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and we used to kill that shit, didn't we? It was yeah. funny. We used um, to play hacky sack yeah, at, yeah. and like on tour, and everybody's like, "Man, that's fucking goofy." And then, like, you know, five minutes later, they're like, "Oh man, I want to play. Like,
5: like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: play!"
2: Yeah, that was Good such try. a funny thing. Hack- like, uh, I still yeah, have my hacky
0: sack from the bloodletting tour. I still yeah. have it, dude. Really? That was
2: like a, I think that was a bill. That was a Bill Robinson decrepit uh, thing, right?
0: I'm I'm sorry, but I just said that I, my hacky sack, the one that we
2: used, just because you had one. I know you spent two dollars on a fucking hacky sack. I but bill-
0: supplied you guys with a hack
2: <laughs> for a month. <laughs> hack my sack. And I and I didn't get it didn't get lost. I'm anymore. learning how
3: to do this now. This is good. Yeah, just
2: click them and they have to unclick it. Uh, how do hey, I
3: unclick it? Oh, I got you it. No, guys, real quick. Time.
2: Hey, Wait, I could yeah. be doing just,
5: that. Oh no, hold uh, on. My lady Kathy wants oh, to say right. hi real fast. Hey Kathy, yeah. duck, duck down a little
2: bit. Duck down a little bit. We can't yeah. see yeah. your head. We could just she said duck down a little bit.
5: There
0: we go. <laughs> there he hey, is. how you doing? Rock on.
1: Flesh order. Nice. nice, nice, dude.
3: That's
1: Fuck yeah. Um, so let me ask. Uh, so you guys put out Rathum Com- Cup Encompass. I'm looking at the date, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. So that's like a month into pandemic so yeah. were you guys planning on of- were you guys planning on touring right away to support that and had to delay things or were you guys just putting it out without any real plans how did that whole release go down no we definitely had plans to tour and support that thing as much as we could and uh, yeah. yeah we we pretty much got fuck out of all that so did you try to delay the release and <clears throat> wait by the
6: time by the time that everything uh shut down and everything it was already in motion there was no way for us to really stop that from
1: happening yeah i see but uh, i listened to it again today it's like a fucking killer album you guys are still going strong it's it's awesome and you guys have uh santiago what's his last name um francisco yamarillo francisco doing artwork which is amazing artwork shout out to uh him and mark over at triple sace they're big fans of us which we appreciate um yeah but dude, that album's really guy. sick yeah the no there's guy. two different guys it's santiago's the artist and mark is the uh page the manager. manager he's the, the guy, guy that oh, talks to
2: everybody <clears throat> yeah
1: he's he's really nice so <clears throat> yeah, yeah right he's a hell of a like, nice guy me
2: if, if we get those like those old like comments back in the day it'd be all like capitals like hey how you guys doing What's well, old dash mark <laughs>
5: <laughs> and yeah, he's like,
2: still
4: he keeps it real man he does he keeps he does. it real and he's yeah. super super active oh, they
1: put out footage of so they had a band together in like the 90s him and i think santiago is on vocals and mark on drums from like 1996 out, yeah. out in um is it uh chile or colombia Fuck. Ecuador. ecuador ecuador quito ecuador yeah, yeah so yeah it's cool seeing them like finally like playing that was rad those guys are really cool yeah, but anyway so man. All yeah, we're said, wait, real quick
0: well, before we wrap it up dude, well, uh, do we really want to wrap it up we haven't even hit two hours come on guys yeah. um,
5: <laughs>
0: shouting out to the rest oh, of the like, dudes that have been around since the beginning dude and, like we were talking about that recently like there's some guys that always sharing the shit always watching always fucking loving it uh, Jack Wilson since the yeah. beginning right Totally. It's the very Fuck. beginning. Actually, to, to like... tell you the truth right yeah. now, Jack Wilson has the only piece of not only bootleg merchandise, but merchandise in general. He's rocking a Cali Desk podcast hoodie from the beginning. He printed <laughs> his own because we're too fucking lazy to put shit out. But I think not we're going to be doing, we're gonna be doing that pretty soon. We're going to be doing that pretty soon so be on a lookout for that but yeah dude he he's a fucking guy that's been around um who is it michael tom oh, tom
2: sun sun greener sun Green- yeah, yeah tom like-
1: Tom, uh shout out to tom he wrote up a, a little press release for dreamer when we did that apex playthrough and he's coming to the show on saturday so i'm gonna finally meet tom in person nice, hang dude. out yeah but he's a big fan of the pod he actually loves odious mortem it's you guys are his favorite band, so. Sick. Well, there's been there's
2: been time actually. I think I actually called out or I called out sick like it's a job when I when I thought like I uh, you know I was super sick and I couldn't do the the I don't know a couple episodes ago. Um, the, I think both those guys hit me up. Were like, "Are you okay, man? What's going on? Are you are you feeling good? Like what's going?" On? And I was that's like, awesome. "Oh, that's adorable, dude!" Like, and I I just talked to them both just like you know because they're fucking red and. But they like yeah. literally were worried about me. I was like, yeah. just because like they were like, Joel's sick. And that's like all they said at the beginning. And like they're like, they just messaged me, like, are you okay, dude? Are you, what's going on? Like, you know, I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I felt like, and that's I was, what's like, up, oh. dude. Yeah, no, it was that's
0: awesome, what this dude. is all about, dude. It's the community and, and we've been building it for this long, dude. And I'm so happy it's at where it's at and it continues <laughs> to grow. Max, yeah, dude. Dreamer is amazing, dude. Straight, straight up thing. It is the next thing you're gonna be hearing about as soon as that shit drops, dude. And it's yeah, yeah. Joseph on drums, Christopher Beatty. Those that duo does the intro. I know I said it in the beginning of this, but you guys all hopped on right now. So if you hear the intro to this podcast, you like it. It's Christopher Beatty, Joseph. Those motherfuckers, dude. Which is the next generation in the shit too. We're like we're like the OGs now, you know. And, yeah. and and joseph and his crew all the people that he's working with like it's it, it it's the next yeah. generation coming up and i totally feel that and see it and i love it dude
1: well dudes in that band are like 23 years old <laughs> i'm like 31 Jesus. i'm the dad of the so
0: band you're like the mid og <laughs> you're like yeah I'm you're a, like a, i'm in bands with i'm really with old.
1: diego who's like you know 15 years older than me and then i'm in bands with guys like 10 totally. years younger you than me
2: so jeremy how, how does that feel i mean like 25 years is considered classic rock. So if you release something, what is it? In 2000, I'm sorry, 97. That's yeah, now they, a classic origin was like, 98. Yeah. It's like literally just, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like hearing, like I, I brought it up multiple times, like hearing, uh, li- listening to a random classic rock station. They're like, Oh, here's classic rock from Nirvana. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> classic rock now no, for sure. dude. Well, yeah, either,
6: either that or you'll, uh, classic rock and they play fucking something on master <clears> of <throat> puppets it's
2: like yep definitely What's the it's song? i know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like before it was led zeppelin when i was my, my dad was listening to like, like classic rock station all the time it was led zeppelin it was you know like these were greg kin band or something random it was Blue yeah yeah what was it deep what <laughs> deep <laughs> i upper. thought we were
0: just gonna keep going no it's just supposed to keep going dude
3: i, <laughs> I think know. it's i think it's bullshit I think that classic rock should, like, always be, like, 70s, like, or, you know, like, you know, like classic rock. Dude. Yeah, but I yeah, don't buy
1: that whole 25 dude. years old thing. That's old like, guys. Nirvana I totally agree with you,
3: Casey. Rock, totally. Man. It's, like, a different genre. Like, it's grunge.
4: Yeah, yeah it is.
1: It like, is, man. It's <clears throat>
2: genre. It's
4: not classic rock, like. That's I was actually talking to co-workers about the exact same Boston. thing just the other day, where, <clears throat> like, classic rock is like an era, like, it won't change, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you were saying, you know, like, Blue Oyster Cult and Led yeah, Zeppelin yeah. and Boston and stuff like that, like, that's classic rock, like, right. it won't, not... It won't cease to be classic rock. It's like It's right. like an era. It's not. Yeah, it's I not was a, gonna say
0: after
2: that, you just, it's not a time frame. Distinguish totally it by dude. decade, dude. After yeah. that, like all sense. that, and
0: then just yeah. say, then just say '80s rock, '90s rock. Yeah, that's the, that's the
2: unfortunate name it got was classic rock, but it probably should have been called. Well, okay,
3: else. rock and roll never changed. Like rock and roll is like '50s, '60s kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we don't call like I mean you could call Zeppelin rock and roll. Or You could like say like you know eighties rock and roll or seventies rock and roll, but it's like yeah yeah yeah. No seventies is like classic rock, and then like 80s I know, but is they like weren't calling a class it classic
0: rock then; they were just calling yeah. But rock, but I mean dude. that
3: that term came about in what like the nineties or something. We were growing up like kids, like okay, classic rock like seventies 60s, you know. But it was like or like Stones or shit, you know. <laughs> you know. I mean, I think really I think a, band, for
1: a,
5: for sure, a new
1: band dude. could come out and be a classic rock band. Like I
4: think I think that would be yeah. okay.
3: This is yeah. I'm cool. with Yeah.
4: That. Well, yeah. what was that somewhat new band that came out? Greta Van Fleet yeah. or something? Oh, they yeah, got right. so much shit for satellite like Led Zeppelin, and then they made it worse by saying that they don't listen to Led Zeppelin. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> a co coheating Cambrian Rush. Yeah, yeah.
5: It's
0: like there's totally Rush influences. So they're like, dude, we didn't never listen to Rush. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, dude. Yeah. And Zeppelin was biting off everybody else, anyways, too. Oh, that, that was well, right, and especially like right there.
4: there. You're like you like, come on, who doesn't listen to Rush? Come on, man. You know, like, I agree. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: Is, 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 I is mean, that even real? Like, are there people that don't listen to Rush at least a little bit? They're called, they're called people with vaginas, I think, mainly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like,
4: everybody likes at least one Rush song, at least that's one. True. Come on, that's true. Have you guys
3: seen that like dad band skate with Jerry Cantrell? Like, oh,
2: I have seen that. It's like a it's garage so in good. the garage. Yeah, yeah you yeah. seen that on YouTube? Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, 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 watch so good. that. Good. Look all
3: up right. the dad band with Jerry Cantrell and they, they talk about Rush. Oh, I gotta look like, something up. Oh it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but don't put it on because we'll get, we'll get, you know,
5: yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, <what> <laughs> I know another Those season. we gotten
3: in enough trouble today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
4: dude. Hey, fellas, uh, I'll be yeah. right back. Give me just yeah. a few minutes. Yeah, dude, take your time, oh, yeah.
3: man. We got plenty of it, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. we no rush that's here.
0: so funny though, dude. no rush
3: I like that <laughs> we're just yeah I mean we, we like rush but we're in really nice. rush. <laughs> me you my name? I
5: know
2: I tried to change it
3: and I I'm clicked not even, it on accident I was trying mean. to change
2: it to Justin but I fucked he's got a fire
1: going on behind him that's cool
3: I want a
2: fire yeah. on so on. To fire
1: so face. so Jeremy you said you guys had band practice before coming on today right yeah how was practice today
6: <clears throat> not too bad we're working through new material actually
2: Oh shit! Who fucked up the most? Was it? Are Justin? there blast beats
1: in it?
6: <laughs> <laughs> nah, we decided no blast beats on this album. Okay, I good, no blast yeah. beats on this album. You guys have played <laughs> out the
1: blast beats thing.
2: Yeah, Trent's over the uh, blast beat thing. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that does like fourteen hours of blast beats on fucking. <laughs> right yeah. oh my god yeah that'd be so funny I- imagine if unmerciful or like origin was just like we're gonna do an album with no blast beats we're just coming <laughs> out just like completely we're just doing only like prog beats and just like fucking i would probably
0: still listen to it and love it
2: dude i would definitely listen
6: you want to
1: do metal album yeah yeah there you go note a minute Yeah. where does your uh inspiration come from these days when you're writing songs uh pretty much the same as it always been. Uh,
6: immolations, big, big influence, suffocation. Um, Deeds of Flesh, when they started coming out, like Path of the Weakening and fucking uh, Mark of the Legion. Huge mm-hmm. fans of that. Uh, no even like, I mean, I, I love Gorgasm, but old Gorgasm is the shit as far as I'm concerned. Bleeding Stab profusely. Stabber in the
5: course. Yep.
6: I uh, uh, did. You I was
0: just listening those two albums like within the last week, dude, and it still holds up hard for me, dude. Those first yeah, two, yeah.
6: And, and for out. me, that band stabbing that we're going on tour with kind of reminds me of old Gorgasm, so I, I fucking dig yeah. that band. Are they oh, down
2: yeah. picking the whole time?
6: <clears throat> well Stabbing. Yeah, remember, that, remember, that, remember that was the that, that was that the was Gorgasm, Gorgasm. Like things, that was like their thing. The I was like down
2: pick. Like, I have a, yeah, they they
6: downpicked everything, but their downpicks were weird. They weren't using whole hand, they were using just thumb. And it's, uh, interesting. Like, we went to watch them in a practice. Yeah. So we got to see, like, way up close. And yeah, they, they fucking downpicked everything. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, dude. And I remember they used to go Marshall cabs, Marshall heads, and what was it? Metal zone pedals? Is that what they did? Yeah, I think so. Literally uh,
2: the only thing that Gorgasm used. That was the old uh, cryptopsy. I remember cryptopsy used to use the what was like the the triple rect. Or, I'm sorry, the solo rectifier with a metal zone in front, like as as a booster or something like that. That was like a because I've been like tone searching my whole life, and I remember like hearing the the stories of even Campbell Corpse supposedly. Actually, Jeremy, you could probably answer that question. So I heard like back in the day, it was like the rectifier with like a metal zone somewhere in the mix.
6: Yeah. So,
2: you know uh, was it like a booster or something or what was it? It was a
6: triple rectifier and the uh I'm pretty sure the metal zone was in front.
2: Okay. Was it in the clean oh, channel? Yeah. Huh? Was it the clean channel?
6: No. No, it was on top of the fucking red channel. Jesus.
2: That actually kind of makes sense. You know, like it adds like it's like nowadays there's the, 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 there's a the clean boost that kind of gives you like a boost of the signal, but like that's like pre-clean boost sorry for all the the gear people that don't play guitar at all but uh no it seemed like it actually kind of like pushed their tone to like a different because metal zones kind of get ripped on nowadays like all the you know because there's better technology now and stuff like that but back in the day when metal zones came out that was actually like a big deal like that as far as like a practice amp, and of a little shitty gorilla amp, and you put a metal zone in front of it. You know, it sounds. Every a sudden, band it sounds I good. played
0: with until I got to Gilbert had a metal zone pedal, and then I got to Gilbert, and he had this crazy fucking elaborate, fucking
3: <laughs> yeah, sh- like <laughs>
0: gigantic pedal with ten different fucking buttons on it, and the whammy shit on the side. Am I even saying that right now? It's not a wah wah like fucking pedal thing.
6: Yeah, it's a wah wah.
0: What was that thing called? What is that pedal called? Or that um, it's not a like pedal. A,
1: uh axis no like a gt3 or something there's also the fractal
2: axe effects yeah yeah Uh, yeah. but that's like a rack mount. thanks thanks murray no so uh actually to be everyone knows axe effects now and fractal and stuff like that but actually the first person i ever met that was using them was mike gilbert from severed that was Mm -hmm. he basically um i remember i was in this random like guitar forum with him and i didn't know it was him it was just m gilbert something and he was posting these clips it was on harmony central back in the day and uh he was posting these clips of him playing with this this thing and i'm like damn that sounds so sick and he's like random riffs that ended up being on survival insurrection insurrection jesus christ mm, drug i call it an but, axis uh, dude so it's
0: chill it's
2: called yeah yeah. Called the axis, axis that's like... drum, the that's a, that's a drummer set, oh, okay
0: but, i was mixing that up okay
2: yeah no but he was like ahead of the game and he, and he recorded all of uh of survival with this new fractal which no one was basically brand new like it was like no one had ever heard that before and uh then i went on tour with animals as leaders and they were like oh this new axe effects thing i'm like oh yeah my buddy mike has one you know i was like trying to one-up them like no dude you're second (laughs) 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 but uh no it was it insane tones and and, i mean there's you know me and matt from uh from decrepit birth getting these little fun arguments where we're um you know, he's all about the, I mean, I am too, all about the tube amp and how the tube amp sounds. And he's trying to prove that, you know, it's way different from the tube amp to the XFX, which it is when you're in person, you're feeling it and you're feeling the air being pushed, but they're getting pretty dialed in with it now where it's like, it actually like there, there's like videos online of these like sound nerds, these tone nerds, and they blindfold them and they're like, okay, is this fucking digital or is this the the tube version? And they're wrong, like most of the time. They can't tell, like when it's when it's blindfold, they can't tell. So it's like, all right, well that tells enough to me. Or it's like it's getting there, you know. It's like, and I can have like, yeah, like,
6: like uh, the the neural DSPs, uh, you can get some pretty good sounding shit out of that. Yeah, yeah. Out, of the, out of the new ones that they're coming out
2: with. Definitely, I know. Uh, one of the Twitch streams I was watching last night was uh Justin from uh Zenith Passage, and he was getting really cool tones out of it. And I was like, what the fuck are you using it was a neural It was like the new neural fucking you know matching a certain head and cab with a mic placement that's here and like all the things you can like really get like you can go too far you can go down a rabbit hole with that stuff like you can like randomly one day wake up and like i want more of a diesel sound you know like and just completely change your i don't know it's almost like it's good but almost too much
0: i'm so stoked all i have to do is just have a microphone and i don't even have to do anything <laughs> with it like there's no changing things i could just plug it in dude
2: you gotta do yes. this dude
0: which by the way i found my i'm uh, cleaning out this fucking downstairs room that i've been putting off for fucking a decade basically i got to all my shit and uh one of the things was my uh wireless and and i was like oh shit dude did i leave a fucking nine volt in the bottom of it is it going to be all corroded and fucked up? And I fucking took the bottom off, dude. No battery and it's fucking clean. I'm like, yes, dude. This thing's in still good condition. Like, now I need to actually plug it in. I can actually use it for the podcast, dude. I could walk around the house, fucking take a <laughs> leave with you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh, yeah. look. Got the, we got to a- But you
0: know what's gross <laughs> is the top is all rusted and shit from all my <laughs> saliva for the like fucking, oh, dude, sick. <laughs> no uh you know it's i like got a fan
1: question can i can i ask it it is from nico kala who i put think it on is the, in... put it
2: on the put it on the oh shit we can just do that just click, can't it, click it
1: click it i'm trying what do we have Oh shit i got it there it is it's uh mm. he's from iniquitous deeds what up dude
0: oh what up nico, Hello, nico. What do you oh nico crazy crazy art and yeah. actually i saw your post today dude you fucking you, you could get some of his shit on the next cannibal tour there's going to be 10 yeah, pieces, limited pieces that he just did for fucking cannibal. It's a uh, human skin masks that he made and they're fucking. Shit, where's your piece done. at,
5: Justin?
2: Show your piece off.
4: Uh, It's back in my room. I'll grab it. Grab, go, it. grab it, dude. Nico's yeah, he goes
2: yeah, yeah.
0: with us right now, yeah. dude.
2: Oh, he's please go take out your wiener though.
1: <laughs> <He's got a> <laughs> <question>. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, what's your absolute worst experience on stage? Fun question. Uh, fuck. Uh, we haven't
0: touched on it yet, Nico. So, good question.
5: I'm glad this
6: came up. <laughs> <clears throat> Man, I really don't know. Um, Here we go. I mean, remember one time I dropped a the pick. There's that face. Oh,
4: oh shit! See, yep. there's an
0: example. There it is.
4: Oh. Damn. Kathy got this for me for Christmas.
0: Wow. Okay. Damn, dude. Uh, so see, Nico
4: even called me his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: so sick, dude. I mean. <laughs> wow dude oh yeah yeah he's been doing sick shit for a while i i remember seeing uh light switch covers he did i think there was an iphone case at one point and it's all like super like gory but geiger-esque at times and also like hellraiser style you know torture-esque shit sick Stuff, dude, and iniquitous. Iniquitous, incredible, man. I'm drunk now. Anthony, can you say iniquitous
2: deeds like ten times? I just said
0: it while you were talking, and you just fucking stepped over it. But I said it perfectly. Iniquitous (laughs) deeds, dude. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Did you see the? And there was cadence in it, and everything. I hit every single syllable. Wait, I want to hear the (laughs) fucking story.
1: What about dropping the pick on stage? Uh. Anyway,
6: I was in the middle of a song. I dropped a pick on stage, and I fucking see this person like make complete eye contact with me as they move their fucking hand up the stage like a little kid, grab the pick, still has eye contact with me, and puts the pick in their pocket. <laughs> like, you <laughs> motherfuckers. Look, that <I> scored. <laughs> um, I don't know about worst experience. I know... uh Where the fuck was it? I think we were in Poland. I was with Cannibal. And this fucking... I see this dude crowd surfing, and he's going up to the barricade and he just goes right over the barricade. They just push him on over. And, uh, all of a sudden we hear him yell like louder than we're playing. And it, it's loud enough to where Alex just looks up at me during the song. Like, what the fuck was that? So, uh, I looked down and this fucking guy completely dislocated his arm at his elbow, like bad. Mm. So he's yelling yes. like a motherfucker. And, uh, they escort him out over to the side, and I see him over there in agony, waiting on the ambulance or what the fuck ever. And uh I mean that was that was pretty crazy. Just yeah. seeing how bad that elbow. I know the
0: crowd gets crazy and shit, but you never want anybody to get hurt, dude. You know? No. Yeah. I remember with
6: uh with Origin, we played the pound in San Fran, and I think I remember Paul getting kicked in the face Jesus. from the crowd yeah. on stage.
0: That's actually a frequent thing. We have a few people that have been beat up from the crowd.
6: Like, it, it wasn't a full-on kick, but it, like, tapped his nose or some shit with, uh, with their foot. So, we've had some pretty crazy shows. I don't know. I haven't really had a really bad experience on stage, I don't think. Uh, actually kind of
2: reminds me of, uh, there was a, a time when um, we played the the Slims with Black Dolly Murray and it was sold out. So me and you know we're all stoked on it. It's like a a venue we've seen. Like I was telling you earlier, like you know, watching the opening bands for Cannibal Corpse, being like, fuck, one day Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. could do this. And uh I remember Matt's like, I'm gonna fucking play this like guitar I don't really like it. And I'm gonna break it and throw it in the crowd at, at the end. So like the fucking set ends and matt's just like smacking this guitar and it's like all aggressively loud We're like jesus like it's like way too much i'm like okay like that's cool and he throws it and just like cuts a guy's head open <laughs> 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 and like i was like oh kind of back for was all stoked he's all fuck
3: yeah sick like right here i was like yeah, jesus, yeah. man. and then uh, and then uh, a few years later uh, i was walking in san francisco with my parents uh in the sunset and i i worked at a music school that on terraval and like 19th so down there in the sunset and uh i see this dude walking on the other side of the street and this is like i don't know that must have been the mid 2013 2014 2012 somewhere around there i don't know and he's wearing a decrepit birth shirt you know and i'm with my parents and i've it's been a few years since i've been in the band you know and i was taking a kind of a break and just teaching music and i see this guy with a decrepit birth shirt on and i'm like hey man like what's up i like your shirt you know blah, blah, blah. And i was like oh and he was like hey dude i was the fucking he he's the guy that got hit in the head with the wow. guitar oh, shit. and so and i'm with my both oh, of my wow, parents it the, wild, the, the, the chances of that and i was like dude no way and he's like yeah man it was fucked up like i you know got taken out but he was like but it's all good <laughs> like <laughs> yeah luckily <laughs> jesus We I mean, still ran the shirt but it was just jesus dude like you're the guy that got fucking his head split open there.
2: <laughs> that's the scary thing about being like a, a promoter or a, a booking agent yeah. or something like that is like is like having those things kind of happen or like look at the, yeah. the singer of uh lamb of god like some person like stage dove and died you know it's like all of a sudden he's like in mm. jail in the czech republic you know it's like it, wow. it's it p- kind of puts a different perspective because let uh, talking to joel uh, not me, but the other Joel Haston talking he to yourself put,
0: in the mirror talking to myself
2: it. just in the mirror and just but like, uh <laughs> like talking to like what the other side of things are like uh, the the guy that puts on the show that everyone's always mad at, the guy that like owes the band money or something like that and like seeing like his perspective at like putting mm-hmm. on a show like that and the fucking kind of liability that he has on his ass if if someone like fucks up or something or someone gets hurt, like they're gonna sue the venue and him. it's gonna be like he's going to be part of that you know it's like so it's it kind of pushes a lot of people away from being promoters you know cuz they don't want to have to deal with that you know it's like it's like we're always looking for pay or something like that or we're mad about something like something didn't go the way we wanted and, yeah uh,
3: anyways you're just gonna have those styrofoam guitars or like you know like <laughs> particle board guitars
2: or like whatever you know you throw them out there like oh wait that thing didn't really yeah. or you don't or you don't break yeah. a fucking mahogany yeah. guitar and fucking no, yeah it's fucking- like you go
0: get a kmart special and you fucking just smash that shit dude. like a lot of <laughs> yeah. bands that it so like- funny though if somebody's like done with their set and they put their own guitar down and grab another one you haven't seen the whole set and just start beating that <laughs> motherfucker up like this guitar ain't getting fucked up. That's kind understand? of
2: what Matt did. Matt, like, last song, he switched the guitar out for the one he was, like, down to break. <laughs> of course, yeah. He's not going to break his, like, soloist. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm going to break stupid. a $2,000 guitar because it's sick. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, totally. Yeah. Uh, shit. Cheezing.
3: Even Kurt right. Cobain so. wouldn't do such a thing.
5: <laughs> well, Kurt, he had
2: a couple more dollars. Yeah, he does. But, it's I true. mean, just a couple. Yeah. yeah well, for... so, uh, so fucking... What's up with so the merciful
3: stuff? Are you guys, like... So so you released one in 2020, right? Yeah. That's the new, because sometimes the dates get wrong and I'm always like, I think it's 2020, but yeah, I was, I was listening to, you know, re-listening to all the shit again and just, dude, it sounds fucking brutal, dude. Sick as fuck. Are you guys still writing stuff now or like what's, you know?
6: Yeah. Yeah. We're writing new material now.
3: Sick. How much you got? What's, what's the scoop?
6: Uh, Between all the ideas, maybe about 10 minutes so far. Sick. We're just uh, nice working, yeah. working on everything right now. Uh, actually, tonight we worked on a new song that I have ideas for, so mm-hmm. getting that ironed
1: out. Nice. nice. So you guys are still all living in the same uh, area and getting to write together? That's pretty uh, special these days. Not a lot of bands mm-hmm. live in mm-hmm. the same area. Seriously. Yeah. 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 We all live within about an hour and a half of each other. Nice.
0: It's not bad. Yeah. That's basically me to Santa Cruz. Yeah. But, yeah, Casey's down in San Diego. Joel's in Santa Cruz now, but uh, Alex is in San Jose, right? And then Carrie's in Santa Cruz, too. So it's like, yeah, we're all Casey down in Santa Cruz. I mean, San Diego is the monkey wrenched obviously <laughs> i'm the monkey ranch
5: yeah, sure thanks yeah.
0: dude yeah i know dude. I'm just with you but it doesn't matter because uh we'll say, dude. Uh, it's
3: super cheap up there so i'll totally move to i was gonna day. say
0: dude with what we've been hearing lately dude it doesn't matter about the distance odious is fucking making some
1: real shit right now
3: Well it's yeah. true so, uh,
1: but uh how, how about you justin you contributing to this one too anything <clears throat> Any of your ideas in any songs Well, yet?
4: yeah it's it's still in definitely very infant stages like <clears throat> the ideas we're working on right now that's that's jeremy's but you know we got some ideas and we'll get it done we will Fuck yeah you know it's just i mean we you know it's <clears throat> things have been kind of weird for the last couple of years so we haven't none of us have been able to tour as much as we want mm-hmm. to or mm-hmm. do much of anything like hell you guys know your last album came out in january ours came out in april of 2020 oh really okay everybody's just kind of trying to you know know, lick their wounds and do what they can and stay busy in the meantime so yeah we just decided to go ahead and buckle down and start writing new stuff jeremy had the first ideas and uh you uh with what we had the last couple of practices you certainly won't be disappointed it's 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 fucking dark man it is
3: dope hell yeah dude well we just got a a question here did you want to Trying
1: to put it up how do I do this? Wait. Professor Joel, put that last one up. I can't do it. I'm clicking on it. What, what are you
2: trying to do? The newest comment. Oh, there you it bro. is. I got oh, you, bro. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that show. I'll read it out loud. So there was a yeah, festival that origin was playing. The ceiling was so low that fans started to punch the ceiling tiles, creating so much dust that the venue pulled the plug when origin was still playing. Hopefully, Jeremy can share that show experience.
6: Yeah, so we played this fest. Uh, Fuck, I think we actually headlined it. But yeah, they, it was in a look like a drop ceiling or some shit like that. So yeah, they started started knocking the fucking ceiling down, and they fucking stopped the show. And for a couple of minutes, I thought there was gonna be a fucking riot. Yeah, like we were all looking at our gear, like, oh fuck, we're fucked.
0: Oh yeah.
6: Um fuck i can't remember i think Damn. we actually got to finish our song or something but uh yeah it was pretty tense there for a while it was uh it was a pretty rowdy show i remember that up until the ceiling started coming down and then yeah the fucking people there it sounds decided-
0: claustrophobic as fuck dude because you're like
6: yeah
0: uh, all your shit that you care about is behind you <clears throat> with this M- madness going on the buildings coming down you're like what the
6: fuck dude? right and they stopped us like mid-set and uh like you see the crowd getting fucking ready to be completely mad because i mean we got cut short and uh yeah like i said i was fucking worried about our gear we're using the wires so that would
0: be- yeah dude that's like <laughs> it's funny because it's like we're we're starving musicians so the gears the first thing we think about before our lives <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. much <laughs> yeah we're like dude we don't want to have to buy that shit again <laughs>
2: no, it's like one piece of gear that you have it's like more than you're, you're gonna make on tour so it's like yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> god damn
0: uh, well sick guys i mean that sounds like we fucking are pretty much at the end of this episode what do we think
1: yeah, yeah, down to, down to kick it, it but i think these guys have put in a good two hours 18 minutes with us yeah, I, really dude. I know that's it. nice
0: that's one good thing about this is now i got a fucking a clock clock. I, I, <laughs> I just go it off a kind of feel sometimes you you know it's like you don't have no yeah. idea how many minutes or hours have gone by you know but this was fun dude like with everybody interacting and shit i like this a lot dude Totally super cool to be able to interact with the people who are down with us every single week. And and thanks for going on the journey with us
2: too. like both uh, Jeremy and Justin, like this is a a brand new thing. And it was, uh, you know, literally like right before the episode started, like I hadn't even tested this shit. I was like, kind of like worried, like like what's going to happen. And it actually kind of worked out decently. So yeah, I I appreciate you guys for fucking taking the little journey with us and also taking us on your journey. Like it's it's been fucking awesome. And, keep right, on rocking here, man. we appreciate it oh yeah. yeah
0: i love how this all worked out too i know this came together super quick but it, you know jeremy and i linked up and literally things happened to where things had to be rescheduled and dude thank you so much for fucking being down from the beginning and, and being ready for us to take this ex, like ex, experiment with this. And I think it's a successful fucking experiment we got here. Guys. Totally. And, and shout think...
2: out to Scott Carstairs and Max and everyone that shared yeah. that, uh, streams yeah. with Fuck us. Yeah. Oh, no
0: doubt. Yeah. And, and Murray,
2: and, Murray fucking is turning out to be the, the new King of, uh, but the yeah, twitch just, cast, nice you know, cheers like, yeah dude oh, yeah. Murray. Oh, yeah, right. you, you got right. a jersey
0: you got a jersey he <laughs> made pop oh, bro, in your definitely. collar and death yeah know, like a thing oh jeremy on. if you didn't
2: have the the audio issues we like when you were like dealing with the audio stuff we were like well like, let's get our jerseys on and then you came back like at the last second so jeremy's <laughs> yeah. got one too and we would have told him to wear it too but uh he kind of got <laughs> fucked it was like an idea yeah how happened right before yeah yeah uh, Fuck yeah! Thanks a lot of like again coming on. Fucking a lot of memories with with Justin and stuff. It's really cool to see you and and see yeah, you're doing dude. good, man. You got your oh, nice family you know what, and stuff. I'm, I'm glad you're <clears throat>
4: both of you guys and and Dan included and, and uh, you know Matt and oh, Bill yeah. as well. Thank oh yeah, man. Like, yeah, for sure. He well, says it's it's up to Chicago a few
6: years ago. What's that? Who? What's that? What's, what's you that mean? Clint says he's. Uh, what's up to you guys as well? Oh, oh sick! On, yeah. what's up, Clint? Yeah.
2: Tell him I'm going to raid his fucking and, and Kansas hey, just, City Chiefs fucking just... VIP booth or whatever he's got <laughs> with his family, right? Yeah. Does he have like a season ticket? Like, no, nah, he don't.
6: He don't do that anymore. He used to. Uh, yeah, he jumped
2: the bandwagon. I, I was
4: actually going to bring up the Kansas City Chiefs to Joel and tell him that I'm really <laughs> sorry
2: that they lost. Yeah. No, that's all good. And uh, actually uh Jeremy sent me a video yeah. that kind of hurt my feelings because it, <laughs> it, it looked pretty uh looked pretty sketched about like how maybe things are Yeah, he uh, says hello you know.
4: and thank you guys as well. Great to meet you, you guys. guys. Yeah, hell
2: oh, yeah. Meeting. Yeah, you Yeah, you too. yeah you too.
0: nice yeah. meeting you.
2: All right, nice let's start doing the rap
1: Rock Oh down. yeah. Someone's nice. asking, I can't uh highlight these, but uh do we know anyone to send our community to? Like we can raid someone else.
2: Yeah. Oh shit! Let's go raid um, somebody. How do we do that? I don't know. I'm gonna try right now. But now this is. I think should we raid her? I don't know what that means. She. No. I think
1: I it's uh her. what happened to us where we all the listeners we say let's go to another Twitch channel and we
2: all show all, up together. Oh, oh they're gotcha. all offline. The people that I want I'm to. <laughs> Suggest oh, somebody. And yeah. hey,
4: before I forget this real fast, it is actually Clint's birthday today.
5: Oh really? Oh, so.
3: dude. Uh, happy nice. birthday,
4: clint. shout out to clint
5: happy birthday, happy clint. birthday
3: clint. yeah dude that
1: was that was what i did
6: see that uh kevin forsard was on here too shout out to kevin
2: yeah
1: oh yeah he was okay. here kevin yeah
2: our dude and there's a lot of folks on here that showed up thank you guys for showing up we were trying to like i didn't put every comment on here because i didn't want like in the middle of a story i didn't want to fuck it up but I appreciate everyone for commenting. We're, we'll do it again. This is going to be a thing. Yeah, already. this
0: is like the first time we did it all, dude. So we're just going to yeah. get
2: better at it. Definitely. Definitely. And this is the test episode. And uh, it's just going to get better. We're going to have yeah, these guys dude. on again because we're going to convince them to fucking come deal with our fucking drunken debauchery. Dude. But, uh, <laughs> but fuck, yeah. We love you
3: guys. I, I always just thought when news just like, oh, dude, Jeremy Turner, like, you know, you're talking to him, Anthony and then like, or I was just like, oh, then the fucking... You're gonna say that oh, um, then Justin's coming on, then Unmerciful. I was just like, yes, yes. Dude. I dude, wanted Unmerciful episode for a while. That's yeah, like, dude.
0: Yeah, this was a success, and yeah, totally perfect dude. time to
3: try to go live with dudes that we respect and our homies, and you know, we, we've totally. been into your bands and shit, and played shows with you guys for years, and just a super fun time, man.
1: I'll totally. See you guys uh, on the tour if you guys yeah. come out to California. It's in okay.
3: May, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So be on dates the lookout for more up. dates. Yep, Pyrexia, Unmerciful, and Stabbing, right? TBA. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. There we go. Cool.
0: Be- oh, yeah, and, guys. uh Everybody hit up uh, what the, where was the Unmerciful merch store again?
6: Unmercifulmusic.com.
0: Unmercifulmusic.com. Buy some all fucking, your fucking shit and swag is all over there. Battleforgecoffee.com. Go get fueled
1: up on some caffeine over there, uh, Joseph. What was your show again? Dreamer live in Los Angeles on Saturday.
2: Where that little logo in the bottom right. Bottom they're right, worth it, dude. They're insane. It's every so every person it, I've shown them to, they're everyone gets blown away by them. So yep, check one it. One more time.
0: <laughs> the intro song is is You're about received and performed by Christopher Beatty and Joseph, and. Oh, yeah. uh yeah, dude. Fuck yeah.
2: That's you it. You guys guy. want to go raid Kevin Muller, the vocalist of a loop? Oh, that's online, dude, dude. Oh, fuck the yeah. Online? Yeah, they have to be online. I know we're fucking grandpa's. That's this, what they said. He's, everyone's he's
3: saying Rail Kev or Rail. <laughs> dude. Kevin Yes, <laughs> Previous, previous guest
0: on the podcast. A great fucking raid, episode. A Radio, Super raiden. sick fucking All record. Right. Kevin
2: dude, Kevin, Kevin it, But how do we do uh, like the
0: outro and shit into that? I don't know, no, but
2: I have to I have to try to figure out how to rate them first. How do we raid? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I can hear my own voice because I clicked Twitch and now it's like delayed. I can hear my own, I, fella, like, I have no idea. Right? All right, so you, we're so all yeah, don't worry we're about just, it. Uh, it. You guys can log to... off. <laughs> oh, in the chat. Yeah, yeah. You guys go ahead and log off after this. I'm gonna go ahead and do the uh the little uh, goodbye.
0: So no postpon? is
2: that how we can we it? can but we're gonna do the uh jesus christ i'm here do i stay on it or
0: do i fucking click a button what do i gotta do all
2: right love you uh anthony grandpa i love you <laughs> we will have a have a good night we're fucking done we'll see you next weekend all right yeah are we week, sure Weekend next week we have right. a great right.
0: weekend rock on Peace guys. Out. all right see you guys Later.